Yeah, the Irishman just feels like space cowboys of gangster movies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Mm-hmm. I yes. I mean, mm. we've done this like 190 times. I'm getting a little, I'm running out of options. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> and uh, from Music Video Sense, Barrett Share. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, at this point, we're just going to say, hey, what's up? <laughs> Zoink. Hey, yeah. Uh, Zoink. <laughs> today, we are going to do our fall preview. You lied, and I died. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? Whatever you need me to do, I'm available. Your journey is its end. Here are the movies that are coming out. For sure, there's not going to be any change to this schedule (laughs) whatsoever. All of this is set in stone. Especially at Astro. Yeah. Yes. Even though like two or three of these you heard on the summer preview. Yes, already. you heard a couple of these on the summer preview. <laughs> like Ad Astra. Yeah, like Ad Astra. <laughs> and Playmobil, the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to be doing the fall preview today and uh, let's go through some movies. All right. So September 6th kicks us off with a, with a big one. It, chapter two. Are you excited about this? <sighs> no. Mm. I had an idea why. Uh, I, I, I can't put my finger on it. You Ooh. loved the first one, right? Yeah, I, I, you loved the first one, right? Yes. And the trailer for this, the second trailer, out fucking standing. Yes, yes. But it screened for critics uh-huh. about five days ago, and the reviews were all over the place really like it, i don't think there were official reviews i think that's embargoed still so it's basically the twitter review where they go yeah yeah and i saw one that said outstanding great follow-up i saw another one that said the first 30 minutes is awesome but then it kind of wanes and then i saw another one that said it's a mess and it just it's so all over the place it kind of gives me that mm. i will say that i am i very much want to see bill Hader. yeah yeah uh he's richie right yes yeah. uh i want to see him because i i know that I, I i get the sense that you know 10 years down the line we're going to be thinking of bill Hader as this great actor mm-hmm. and, uh you know he's still sort of like trying to get out of the saturday night live whatever mm-hmm. i think a lot of people who've seen barry and things like that know he's more than just saturday night live stuff mm-hmm. but uh, ha- having seen him in documentary now and Barry and all this, I want to see him in a role like this. And, uh, so I definitely want to see him there. Of course, I'm, I'm, you know, very big Jessica Chastain fan. So I want to see her too. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I, the trailer is outstanding, but I don't know what it is about this movie. That's not that's making me not be like, I got to see that on opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I understand. I've, I've got a little twinge of that. I think I'm a little more excited because I just recently watched the miniseries from 1990, mm-hmm. and it reminded me where they go with this and how poorly they did it in 1990, yeah. but how what potential it has, mm-hmm. uh, especially depending on how much they cut back and forth, hopefully a decent amount. I'm wondering, though, because it's a sequel wholly dependent on having seen the first one, 
not wholly dependent, but very dependent on seeing the I first think one. It's pretty close. Like, do you think it's going to come anywhere near the box office from the first one? Well, yeah. the first one made a lot of money, so sure did. if they even get seventy-five to eighty percent of that audience back, then yes, it will make right. lots of money. And I think the first one, I think the first one's audience grew on home video. Like, I think yeah. there's people like me didn't see it in theaters. Um, and I'm, you know me, I'm not even really a typical big horror buff, mm. but I, this, this one has so much atmosphere. There are moments of the first it that are like that quarry scene where they jump yeah. and swim is as good as any nostalgic youth film moment I've seen it's ever. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's dreamlike. Yes. And, and so I think it'll make about what it made before. I do think it'll make a shit ton of money, yeah. but I, I'm a little reserved going in I'm, yeah I, this yeah. might be one of those type of movies that like breaks the september record like the first one did like yeah. opening weekend and then it will fall sharper like i think uh yeah it'll probably fall sharper so i don't think it will make as much but it will be close because it was over like 700 million or something like that wasn't Worldwide? it the first one yeah, yeah it was I, up there i don't even remember actually i know it was one of those that you know if you if you you know sequester it to a month the september of all yeah. time uh type of thing i thought it was like the highest grossing horror movie uh i believe that's probably right it's also the second one's gonna be two hours and 49 minutes which i i don't really care i mean it's a stephen king adaptation those are usually run long look can we just admit that stephen king writes books that are too long to be easily adapted into movies yeah i mean it, it begs a treatment like this and even that miniseries that was three hours long total felt rushed but the stand yeah the one with matthew mcconaughey and the gunslinger oh my god that was a fucking shit show well it feels like a lot of his shit needs to be tv series yes 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 and we keep movieizing them and i don't get it well i mean when it works well when it works it's novellas right it's it's shawshank, shawshank it's the green, green mile, mile. Yeah. it's uh stand, stand by, by me. me yeah um misery it, works fine some of his stories are but, but like that's, that's a shorter book even sure. the dome yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that turned was into a series. TV yeah, show. Yeah. Um, so I just think he writes epic, big stories that are it hard does. to. And so yeah. this is going to be two hours and 49 minutes. My yeah. God. Yeah. First one made 700 million worldwide, almost on the dot. 327 million domestic. Uh, its opening weekend was 123 million. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, domestic? Uh, yes. Wow. So I'm assuming that this one will probably do right around that, if not more. Hmm. And then it'll have a little bit sharper decline. Uh, the last it. Uh, it declined 50%, which is great for a horror movie. Sure. Horror movies usually drop 60 to 70. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I, I think it'll probably be around that. I mean, if it makes $150 million on the opening weekend, then e even if it declines, it'll be, you know, 250 260 yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. That, that means they'll make a third one. <laughs> that'd I mean, be hilarious they, that's when you that's when you start making it the universe right like yeah. uh, okay we've adapted the book now we're going to start new stories with yeah it. yeah well i mean you pops up every 27 years exactly he's coming back again in the future yeah we're gonna have a we're gonna have like a science fictiony it where it's like you know <laughs> it's like, like jason going to space yeah yeah <laughs> it 3d yeah that's basically what it's gonna be probably i'm gonna see this opening day for sure because I, I i think there's too much there Andy Machete was was great in handling his material in the first one. I if they the the cast was perfect in the first one. So if they come back to that, then it'll be nice to see like that camaraderie. You got people like like you said, Bill Hader and James McAvoy. We've seen he's got chops and uh, Jessica Chastain. So I think there's a lot of potential there. I, I agree. There's a little tinge of what you're saying with me mm -hmm. too, but I'm 
cautiously optimistic yeah so september 6th is it chapter two we'll go on to september 13th yeah nobody wanted to compete against it <laughs> on this opening week so september 13th brings in hustlers mm. um the uh th there's been a lot of this kind of thing lately right where like women scorned go back and like it's the it's the uh the widows thing uh, yeah. did you see widows yeah i did that movie's weird man it's like it's like an hour and a half of setup and then yeah a, a, a finale episode <laughs> does that make any sense yeah yeah i enjoyed it all right but it it felt like it was it kept shifting and changing and it was anyway it didn't feel like a cohesive it didn't cohesive didn't very cohesive. Well, no. <laughs> uh, so this one is not the one with um anne hathaway and the british chick no i mean <laughs> the yeah british yeah chick. there was a the hustle that <laughs> came out earlier okay, okay. she's australian isn't yeah. she yeah <laughs> oh, i don't care yeah i think Br she british australia <laughs> Uh, Same diff. By the way, I, I have been reminded that the word is cohere, not cohese, but you know, that's we've been we've sort of made that our own. Yeah, that, thing. I think that was the point, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm only saying it yeah. to say the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to remind everybody that that's our thing and that's not what we think the word is. Uh so uh Hustlers um has a has a big cast as Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, Julia Stiles, Kiki Palmer, Cardi B, Lizzo. Um, <laughs> okay, so you started off naming actors, but by the end you were naming performers from last night's VMA episode. Yep. Yeah. Uh that's already a bad sign for me. But when half of your main cast is pop stars. Yep. It's uh it's something where they like decide to to be a part of a strip club to get to some sort of information or something i don't i seeing the trailer i'm not exactly sure what the plan is here it looks like they're just they're they're stealing money off the top of their credit card oh so it's it's the money is coming from the strip club then yeah from the the clients from the from customers. the clients yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay and this is it says it's based on a true story the the scores is like the 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 uh, franchised um strip club like deja vu or something like okay that. the mcdonald's of strip clubs okay scores. yes mm -hmm. yes and this apparently or something approximating this did happen it's got a chance i guess to be good but i don't I, it doesn't, it doesn't look september good. 13th yeah kind of buried yeah uh also chain strip clubs are weird to me hmm? because the only reason franchises really work in restaurants is because you can imitate the product there's uniformity right and there's no you can't have uniformity of product when you can Your product is strippers. titties and butts man titties and butts they move the same way they have the same regulations they have the same cleanliness on the but strip i mean pole. you go to a, let's say you go to deja vu mm -hmm. because you like mandy mm -hmm. mandy strips on tuesday night mm -hmm. you love mandy mandy's awesome then you find yourself in la on business and there's a deja vu there's no fucking mandy there's no big mac is what you're saying uh, that's what i'm saying <laughs> is that whatever you're going to your local strip club for going to another city you would not go to the same name strip club just because it has the same name because you know as a man or woman that, that the product inside is not the same it's different. i got you i see where you're going i think most guys i've been to one strip club once really i am not it was a guy, bachelor party we went across the border to canada it was, <laughs> it was a detroit <laughs> wedding like, hey buddy hey you want to love buddy it was a detroit, it's a foreign strip club from canada <laughs> it was a detroit wedding we went across to windsor uh it was called the cheetah nice uh and we were mostly trying to embarrass the groom ended up embarrassing all of us it's not the groom the groom was like this is awesome um anyway uh I feel like if you're a guy and you go to a strip club regularly, it's because you've kind of fallen in love with one of the particular dancers. Right? No, no. I mean, maybe. Maybe okay. somebody is. But I like the variety myself. 
<laughs> variety is the spice of life. You don't want the I same really thing. I really thought it was personality driven. You don't want Big Macs for every meal. You want to try the filet of fish. You want to try the the nuggets. You want to dip it in the sauce. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is now. Anyway, hustlers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know what to to think about that movie. Um. Then there's a a movie called The Goldfinch coming oh, out yes i um, could not make heads or tails of this i couldn't either no. uh it looks like a kid is going to the museum of art with his mom metropolitan museum of art with his mom and there's an explosion mm-hmm. and then like he grows up to be ansel elgort yeah and, and date he, another girl who was at the explosion yeah and then he hangs out with jeffrey wright and jeffrey wright accuses him of something at the end of the trailer See, i think i turned the trailer off before jeffrey wright showed up yeah oh, because that's a good it, part of the trailer it yeah. looked like a teen it looked like a sixteen romance, only it was going to be PTSD instead of an actual illness. No, it it looks much different if you get through the entirety of it. Well, what is it? Is he turning into a spy? No, there's there's apparently like more influence from Nicole Kidman's character, from Jeffrey Wright's character. The 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 older girl looks exactly like Dakota Johnson. That I was like, there's no way that's not Dakota Johnson. It's not Dakota Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's Dakota got- Smith. Yeah, <laughs> it's Dakota Fanning. Uh, yeah, it really just seemed uh, tonally to not really speak to me as to what it, what it's really going to be about. Uh, it's got a good pred- pedigree. Uh, Roger Dinkins is doing the cinematography on it, Ooh. and, and uh, John Crowley, who did Brooklyn, directed the movie. Yeah. Well, and Brooklyn was outstanding. This looks interesting. I, I don't really know what's going on, but it looks really interesting. Great cast. I'm worth a look at. I, I do yeah. think. Go ahead. No, it's just one of those trailers, though, that just I, I don't know what the thing is yeah. in the trailer. And if there's anything that I have learned over the years about trailers, is they even though they you don't want them to tell you the whole movie, which we did see a few of those. Yeah, there. we did. But uh, it doesn't tell you enough. Mm. It doesn't tell you what the movie's about. That's there's true. a lot of series of images and people acting serious, but like nothing that. What is this movie about? What is why am I going to see your movie other than you put a bunch of stars in front of me? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the one thing. It does look good. It's not going to be something that I'm going to be like racing out to go see. No. Uh, but um, I tell you what, and Finn Wolfhard looks so much like Timothy Chalamet these he days. He does. So I was like, it's got to be Timothy Chalamet. No, nope. I actually thought Ansel Elgort was uh, um, Taron Edgerton. Th- yeah, yeah, I did. Because <laughs> the glasses and, or, and they cut his hair down. I thought, oh, that's the Kingsman, or yeah. like that that dude from Love Simon, or oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of these like clones coming yeah. up. Uh, then there is a really low budget horror movie called Depraved coming out. Larry Fessenden did uh, these like really low fi type of horror movies, man. I know that there are people who get into them. Like they look like they're shot on video and crap. It's just, it's hard for me, man. It's hard. It's really hard for me to get interested in that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, September 20th, we have Ad Astra, which, uh, we did, (laughs) we did discuss in the summer preview. Um, uh, James Gray, who did Lost City of Z, Two Lovers, We Own the Night, and The Yards directed this one. Uh, well, no, uh, no Marky Mark in this one, though? No Marky Mark, That's which weird. is weird, yeah. That's weird. Uh, uh, the trailers for this are actually, they. it looks like a movie that could be good, mm-hmm. but the, the release date history of this film mm-hmm. really suggests it's going to be a mess. Uh, but there does look like some really interesting imagery here. There's a, basically what looks like a high-speed moon vehicle chase yeah. on the surface of the moon where they're yeah. fighting between two vehicles. There's a couple of shots of 
Brad Pitt out on some thousand foot ladder dangling in space. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's some visually arresting stuff here. Um, Thematically, I don't know, dads in space going away in space. It Mm -hmm. feels very interstellar like. Uh, So I'm expecting a mess, but I would love if it turned out to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tommy Lee Jones plays his dad, and it's funny, I noted that Donald Sutherland's in this too, so it's like Space Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Space Cowboys reunion. You uh, just need James Garner. Yeah, just need James Garner to show up, Clint Eastwood. Uh, but yeah, this is another one where you're just kind of like, okay, the fate of the world rests on whatever's going on out there. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know what person. it is. Yeah. Love? All right, who's been messing with this yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah exactly. My secret ingredient is love. So, yeah, I don't know what to think of this either. And, and again, release date history, yeah, they've pushed this back. We, we discussed, and I think we got confirmed that it was all because of that Disney Fox merger thing. Yeah. But they're still coming out with it on September 20th, which is uh, not a good release date. If they were truly, like... Um, uh adamant or, or or passionate about this movie it would be like first week of october yeah where they they tend to come out with these type of movies when and, gravity came out yeah you know, gravity it, and um, it seems a lot like gravity first man like interstellar, interstellar like yeah I mean, why didn't you delay it like you know yeah a couple of weeks or something like that who knows but uh yeah i don't know what to think of it uh then there was a, a movie adaptation of downton abbey which i did not realize was happening yeah mm. uh, i only know because i saw the cutout uh the the standee out of i only theater. know because my wife is obsessed with downton abbey is she so, really yeah she loves it man did you ever watch it uh just sitting with her a couple of different times it's like you know old british people in fancy clothes drinking tea but the yeah. people that are into it are fucking into well, it. What, yeah. it what it does really well is the class dynamic because some main characters are the rich people and some main characters are the the house workers Uh the you know the housekeepers or what have you and how different life can be for under the same roof um but yeah no it never never got my interest but it has a rabid fucking fan base watch the favorite this will do as good (laughs) you and i are going to tangle about that more than we ever did about seinfeld trivia favorite Um, um go ahead yeah um I I I'm not excited about this at all. I don't. I just haven't never. I've never watched the. I, mean, I think I watched one episode of the series once. Uh, it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's exactly what Downton Abbey fans are going to be hoping for. Be interesting to see if this has the kind of like following that. I'm comparing it to something like Sex in the City when they came out with their mm-hmm. movie. Like Sex in the City had probably a, about huge yeah, opening yeah. weekend i remember uh working in new york at the time sex in the city now, this might have been a new york thing i don't yeah, know i'm sure that helped but uh but we like theaters that i visited had sold out of sex in the city weeks in advance yeah. on friday and saturday wow uh but i don't know if downton abbey has that kind of rabbit i don't following. think it does but i don't really know i don't really know my wife has found like 16 other shows that are very similar and she's been pouring through them on pbs and netflix and like she's now really into like old british shit mm-hmm. but she doesn't like the favorite no because that was not historical <laughs> that was no everything in that happened yeah <laughs> the bunnies in particular yeah, especially especially the bunnies uh rounding out september 20th we have rambo last blood yeah <laughs> what a dumbass title yeah although i will say this this looks fun it looks fun it looks it looks borderline terrible but well i think it's gonna be fun there's been this sort of movement and i i have not that i've seen a lot of these movies schwarzenegger was in some sort of like 
movie when he came back. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm talking the about? Last mm-hmm. The last stop in New Mexico. Town, yeah. Something yeah. like last that. Last town on the left. Kind of, rem- yeah, yeah, last town on the left. Uh, there, and then Logan is another yeah, one that yeah. I think of in this, uh, where, you know, it's it's uh it's old dudes uh you know kicking ass and yep. and uh maybe the, i don't know if he's pa- he's not it doesn't look like he's passing the torch to anybody this is like an all or nothing yeah like last stand it's type set of thing up in the you trailer. better fucking die if you call this movie the last blood yeah. you better fucking die at the end. Yeah. well what it's what it looks like from the trailer is it it's set up as more of a first blood type premise exactly. right. as we yeah. said first blood is like a cat and mouse type of thing mm-hmm. everybody's hunting him and he's finding inventive ways to do it mm-hmm. this looks like that on a rambo part two yeah. scale but like it's it's in a singular location yeah it yeah. looks like the equalizer with rambo yeah yeah actually, on a, on a farm. exactly yeah yeah it remind it, re- it just reminds me of all you know i don't know like hard target even you know yeah, stuff yeah. like that yeah, yeah. you know uh but yeah there's something about this that's like oh, this might be fun yeah this might yeah. be one fun to watch did this- you like the last rambo wasn't it called rambo just Ram- it was yeah just rambo like i think they were trying to call it john rambo for a while and yeah. then it ended up just being rambo again i never uh, saw it because there was never a movie actually just called rambo right that's the one that's like way over the top gun yes violence, it is right? and i was i've, I've told the story a couple of times where I watched this at, in New York as well. Uh, had an usher with me who, uh, like, they got to the scene where Rambo is, like, just absolutely tearing through, like, hundreds of people. And it's just, like, blood hitting the screen and chunks and all that and everything. And the guy's, like, just sitting there going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> throughout the whole thing and i'm sitting there watching it just laughing at his i ex- want to watch it with this guy yeah <laughs> but was it decent like like the the rocky balboa i thought was was yeah, very good yeah. and it set up great creed stuff yeah yeah i i thought it was fine yeah, yeah it was totally fine and it was real short too it was a, one of those like movies it's like an hour and a half but it's got 20 minutes of credits or nice. something like that there you go. uh but uh for all the people that died <laughs> yeah 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 uh but yeah i'm i don't know i'm probably won't be there at the theater watching it but i'm when it comes out on video i'll probably be yeah, like all yeah, over it uh september 27th okay so i've i've included uh netflix stuff in here too okay. the big one on september 27th that comes out on netflix is the irishman oh yeah uh, the martin scorsese movie that i've heard for about 15 years it feels just like. about yeah uh it uh, puts pacino de niro and pesci all in the movie plus a million other mm. people uh and it's a it's a jimmy hoffa uh tale but de niro is the irishman that's in this Mm. uh who is like a handler of some sort or whatever but uh consider me in for this uh i think i've heard rumors that this movie is a three hours and 45 minutes long though Mm. um glad it's on netflix then yeah absolutely well Um, and the headlines this morning of course this episode will come out six days from the headlines but the headlines were that apparently they've are not going to re- do a wide release theatrical uh, for this movie. Oh, okay. Which they, they wanted to do because they wanted it to be an Oscar contender, but the, the theaters really hate Netflix and are demanding this like 60, 90 day window or what have you, whereas Netflix wants to put it out in theaters and then like a week later give it out to Netflix fans. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think it will end up being awards worthy or how did they eligible. do? How did they do Roma? 
I don't know, limited to wide. Maybe they'll do the same yeah, kind of most thing. Yeah, most of the time, most of the time. It wasn't wide, I don't Most think. of the time, it's they put it in a couple of theaters in New York and L.A., and then yeah. they pull it out. Also, so, I, heard, I read that De Niro had to call Pesci like 20 times to get him to do this movie. Why, is he not doing movies? He hasn't, no, yeah, he hasn't he's, done movies for like 10 well, years yeah. or so. There was a point where uh, Louis C.K., when he did that series that was you could only get through his own oh, yeah, thing, yeah. He tried to get Joe Pesci to to act in that too. And, and Joe Pesci didn't know who he was. Yeah, well, and and then and then Pesci ended up like giving him advice or something like that. But the, he said, "No, I don't want to do anything." <laughs> and yeah, so I'm a I'm a I'm assuming yeah, it took a lot of lot of wow. You know, uh, and if you if you're De Niro and you can't get Pesci after 20 times, you yeah. know Louis C.K. wasn't gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't realize also that De Niro is part Irish. He's he, a lot of he's got that Italian name, but he's mostly Irish. In fact, I think he was Irish in uh, Goodfellas, right? Um, yeah, something like that. Because that's how he couldn't be he made. Couldn't, right? He couldn't, couldn't be made. Be made. Yeah. But that, but that's something they you you just attribute to his character. You right. don't attribute it to the actor. Uh, but uh, that was a thing that I saw on a, a trailer. I watched the trailer again on YouTube, and somebody wrote a comment like some real snarky ass something like a nineteen year old would come up with. Uh, you know, I've got him to do this movie. Marty says I'm going to do this movie called The Irishman. I'm going to get hire the best three Italian actors to play and everything. And uh, there's a ton of people in there. They're like De Niro's Irish. You're stupid. De Niro's <laughs> Irish. You're stupid. Um, but uh, I'm definitely watching this. Written by Steven Zalian too, who is a star screenwriter. Yeah. In uh, and so um, yeah, I mean. This is one of those, though, it's got so much going for it, it might suck. I think it's going to suck. You think so? Listen, um, I feel like the older great directors get, the more self-indulgent they get. Sure. Like, did you see Silence? I did not. Did you see it? I saw it. I wouldn't call it bad, mm. but that, that is a movie he want, he wanted to make for years and years and years. Mm. This was like his magnum opus, and it was just kind of there and really slow. And I just wonder... It's three hours plus, three hours, almost four hours. Mm -hmm. I'll just watch Goodfellas again. <laughs> well, it is funny. I mean, there, there is something to be said about the economy of story. And, you know, that was my main criticism of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that, yes, I understand why you did that. But if you had been a little more judicious with your cuts, maybe you would have reached a wider audience like me that would have liked it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but tarantino's not a young spring chicken anymore and he's getting a little more self-indulgent as he goes too yeah the irishman just feels like space cowboys of gangster movies it's <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna be the exact same quality oh my god yeah i mean I, it, there, there's enough there's an there's enough when you see this trailer to be like eh, i could see this going the wrong way yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. uh but i'm watching it so oh yeah, oh, yeah. scorsese even his worst movies i mean did he make hugo yeah and uh, that's not a bad movie. that's not no. a bad movie i mean you know mean streets taxi like i mean there's just his worst movies are still really good it's like tarantino when we were talking mm -hmm. about that yeah uh so yeah it it could suck for him but it's still i'll still watch it for sure yeah. right. uh the big release that's coming out in fact i think it's the only big release on september 27th is the animated movie abominable um i watched this trailer yeah about and 20 seconds in i said boy so it's how, how to train your dragon huh yeah and then 
they flash up this from the makers of How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's a long line of cartoons that have been coming out lately where somebody is out of their element mm. and they have to go find their place. Mm -hmm. Like, Fish Out of Water is like the biggest thing going on in animation right now. I got a different sense or from this particular one. Well, really? Yeah, because it... To be honest, like it, it, they do go back to his place. Well, yeah, I, I think I'm thinking more about like the central character, who I think is Asian American, and her her brother. Mm -hmm. um, I got a very big like Kubo and the Two Strings because yeah, her father is is passed away, and like he taught her how to play the violin. There's a lot of like musical stuff that goes along with this, mm -hmm. and I mean. Say what you will about how to train your dragon. Like the animation was amazing in that. Well, the so, first two movies I thought were great. I, yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, it, it looked like it looked like Hiccup and Toothless again to me to watch this girl and the abominable snowman yeah. kind of interact. And I bet you there's a little bit more to this story than your standard like Arctic Dogs that we'll get to in a little bit. Arctic Dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to see this one with my son. He's excited about it. Mm. Um, and I get I get a little more meat on the bone uh for and this plus, just from the trailer and plus it's been a while it's a pretty good release date for a, an animated movie because there's it's been a while at this point since anything kid related has come yeah. out um and that's a it's always a tough thing during the september to may movie season is they have a hard time coming out with these kids movies because they're like oh well they're in school they're never yeah, yeah. they're not going they're not going to the movies even though friday saturday sundays yeah big, they're still weekends yeah there's uh, another movie on September 27th that won't have a wide release. It's called Judy, and it's got Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland. Tell you, you what, know. I don't know much about it. I just know some people aren't happy about it. Oh, because of what? Like they portrayed her? I think I read that somebody in Judy Garland's family is not happy with this movie. Well, I, you know what? I... I have this feeling that there's no biopic that anybody's going to be able to make that the right. family is going to be happy about. You're probably right. Especially if you have warts in there at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised again that, you know, they made a movie about somebody and then probably went too hard in one direction. Well, I mean, she had, there's some rumors about Judy Garland's life. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. And, uh, you know, if they want to show any of those skeletons, then yeah, sure. The family's not going to want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I get that. Maybe it'll be good. Sounds like an awards bait kind of thing. So maybe, yeah. Okay, so the day shall come is also coming out this week. Mm -hmm. This is an Anna Kendrick joint. I saw the trailer. Okay, did you see the trailer? Mm -hmm. This movie looks fucking bonkers. It it feels very much like uh, the kind of material we get from the guy who made Veep and Death of Stalin. Mm -hmm. and, um, Amando, I, I don't know you. if he's connected to this. At I, all. No, he's, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, Marshawn Davis, who's a who's I guess a newcomer is playing like this, like a Black Panther uh, televangelist type of guy mm -hmm. um, that's that's preaching the revolution. There's a lot of absurdity in this. Mm -hmm. There's a, Anna Kendrick is like an FBI agent. She's working with Dennis O'Hare, who's like the boss, that they're trying to figure out how to bring this guy in on this terrorism charge, but also give him, him give them information. And he's a fucking character. Oh, yeah. Like he's out there riding on horses and like preaching about how like they're going to call up the dinosaurs to attack as soon as like 
It's, yeah, because it, the trailer absolutely hooked me. I'm going to see this says, movie. Anna Kendrick says it like halfway through the trailer. She's like, I think they may be harmless after all or something <laughs> like that. And then later they blow out a horn or whatever. And she's trying to calm down all the people. She's like, that's just the horn they used to call the dinosaurs. Don't panic, everybody. <laughs> uh, it does look really, really funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, somehow through all the stuff that I looked at, I didn't run across this movie. But it's supposed to come out September 27th as well. Yeah, it's it's one of those like lesser release things but it really grabbed my attention yeah it'll probably make no money and then people will love it five years from right right right. um i mean i I found a bunch of lesser releases but i didn't find that one um and this is one of them too october 2nd is a movie called war uh which it looks like it's a it's an indian uh bay a produced movie where it's like uh martial arts and stuff like that yeah 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 uh and uh so that was a little i mean it was a it was a, interesting to me because i don't think i'd ever seen anything like that it it still looks like a generic action movie it but does. maybe it could be one of those fun you know like oh shit this came out of nowhere type movies too so mm-hmm. uh, i thought that was worth mentioning on october 2nd on october 4th the big one is joker mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do we think about this i'm souring uh, you're not gonna go see it I'm going to go see it. I didn't say I wouldn't go see it, but also, I don't go see very many movies in theaters anymore. That's true. I catch a lot of them at home when they come out on Blu-ray or when they hit HBO because the theater makes me anxious. I don't think this is one that I'm going to want to go. I just think this movie's coming out at the wrong time. Uh, Yeah, you you mean in the sequence of Batman-ology? No, I mean with our culture where it is today. Mm. Oh. And we're going to see an angry white guy lose his shit and start committing crimes you're on the in the movie yeah 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 you're right you're absolutely right it's not like that's not who the joker has been it's just i don't again exploring this backstory has never been very interesting to me Mm. i don't know what you can do to make him more pitiable to Mm. me or more human to me because I I know the monster he becomes, and that kind of washes away whatever, like, if he was nice to a baby once, yay. <laughs> well, yeah, it goes back to the Patton Oswalt uh, yeah. thing, right? Well, I don't really care where my favorite characters came from. Just give me my favorite characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to watch this, too, but, it's, uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to have some reservations going into it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, obviously, is going to kill this. Yes. Yep. Yes. um we we know that the the question is is this going to be worth our time in the end is this uh is this something that's worthy of you know is this going to be a good movie yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and i don't know i mean looking at the trailer and i'm i'm like jeremy i've kind of soured on it we saw the first trailer months ago mm-hmm. was when they first came out with one and they have that same one since and uh you know i'm like what what uh what's the hook for this movie except that it's joker yeah yeah it depends on how much are they going to show him losing his shit versus how much beating he's going to take on the way in there it's like what we were talking about with Django. like we want to see the revenge part with that that character we don't need to see all that build up necessarily mm-hmm. but this one it looks like from the trailer at least there's a lot of build up yeah and yeah it looks know. like that's all it's going to be and then by like the last 10 minutes then we're going to see joker stuff yeah and are we rooting for him at that point because right. there are times where you root for joker as a character but that's also largely when he's because he's fun it's not because he's sympathetic mm. <laughs> you know yeah but it's uh, it's amazing. This is uh, this is yet another attempt to make a Batman movie. Well, you know, Batman universe movie mm-hmm. 
like a regular film. Yeah. And it's got, and it's Joker again. Uh, is he the only character we can do this with? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Is everybody else too way out there? To- well, even the other greedy Batman that's coming is with the uh, Pattinson is rumored to have the penguin and Catwoman in it again. Oh uh, yeah. So it's like there are only four or five viable Batman villains to put on film, which couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. Do that quarter battles bullshit. That shit rules. The what? There's a there's a a run. Uh, uh, night of the owls court of owls basically uh it's revealed there's this secret society in gotham uh almost like a, a star chamber that michael douglas movie i was telling <laughs> you about, where they decide who needs to be punished and they send out their assassins to punish them and the, basically batman and his crew crosses them and this run goes all throughout um nightwing's comics and i think catwoman's comics and robin's comic hmm. and uh, because it all converges on this one night where the owls are trying to kill them all. Ah. Um, Batman and his whole crew and uh, replace him with their own vigilante. Well, it's a good run. Okay, so yeah, there are, there are interesting villains that we There's can do this with. lots of really good Batman villains <laughs> you could use. That was just one. Uh, another big one coming out, not as big as Joker, but another big one is, is Lucy in the Sky. Uh, Noah Hawley, who's known for the TV show Fargo, directing this movie. And Legion. Uh, and Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, starring Natalie Portman and John Hamm. And this is, I feel like the movie is basically saying Natalie Portman goes to space. Something happens to her up there when the, when she goes back to Earth. Things are just not right. Yep. Now, this is based on, this. I'm really excited about this from a, from a head standpoint. I don't know if the movie's going to entertain, but the ideas it wants to talk about are awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, real astronauts have reported being out there in space and seeing the size of Earth and realizing how tiny you are in the grand scheme of thing makes life different when you come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what this movie is about, that that she finds it hard to go back to normal life as a human after having been had this experience of feeling so insignificant. And then I think it probably makes her go off the rails a little bit. Yeah. But also she and John, John Hammer making out. Yeah, they are. They're like doing stuff. This yeah. is like the more nuanced version of Steve Buscemi in uh, the Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon, where he gets the space crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Bay didn't handle that very no. well. She's subtly. not going to get space crazy. She's just going to come back to Earth and fuck John Hamm. I agree yeah. with you. I am. I am into this concept for yeah. sure. And uh, of course, uh, Noah Hawley's got a great track record for me. And uh, Fargo is an awesome show, but I think gets overlooked for how awesome some some of its. Shoot, shots are mm-hmm. uh, that season two overhead shot of dude running through the woods while he's being chased by the killers is mm-hmm. one of the best things i've ever seen so, mm-hmm. uh, i'm looking forward to this one yeah i'm looking forward to this too although it's another movie that you're like i'm not quite sure what to, how to put my finger on what's going on here but i think that's basically the gist yeah, of the yeah. movie. i will say if the song lucy in the sky with diamonds plays during any portion of this movie i will take some hits i'll take some points off this movie it's, <laughs> it's playing during the trailer well, that doesn't mean it's going to play in the movie. <laughs> That's true. Because the only reason day. you're calling this, this you've named the character Lucy. Yeah. It's not, she's not going to take a drug trip. Yeah. Anyway. Um, then there's a couple of other like uh, minor releases. Uh, Pedro Amodovar is coming out with his new movie called Pain and Glory. It's got Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz mm. in it. Uh, and it looks like your typical, right, very good, solid Pedro Almodovar movie. It's a sequel to Pain and Gain, right? Yeah, totally. Pain and Gain and uh, Pride and Glory. Um, uh, then there is a movie called The Current War. Ooh, uh, I can't wait for this Which one. is a huge cast of uh, of awesome 
people. Benedict Cumberbatch plays Edison. Nicholas Holt is Tesla. Michael Shannon plays George Westinghouse. Uh, um, what? What's the problem? Here's my problem. They, they filmed this movie two and a half years ago. Okay. Do you know why they moved it back? No. Okay. So do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hear. It. <laughs> uh, so this was a movie that was being made under the Weinstein Company ah. when Weinstein got. Uh, the Me Too movement against okay. it. Ah. So, so the delay may was, not have anything to do with quality. May not. Okay. Now, yes, obviously still this movie has been pushed back two years, so you do have to wonder if there is any, maybe something else in all of this, but I have a feeling that it rode that sort of like, we don't know what to do with this now. You know, our, our chief isn't going to be able to, and then they're going to have to figure out rights and all that other stuff if it's not with the Weinstein Company anymore. Mm. So, um, uh, the trailer looks awesome, Yeah, but yeah, it did have, it, it, there is a caveat. It did have two years to, to make it to us. So mm. there might be something in there, but I think more towards, I, I'm leaning more towards the Weinstein's. All right. All I right. hope so. Because Fair you're enough. right. The trailer looks fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, even Tom Holland is in this and Catherine Watterson, you girl. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm down. Nicholas Holt looks like he's killing Tesla, by the way. Mm -hmm. He's got that nice... Maybe not Bowie level of Tesla, but like he's got a nice like grip on the accent and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He looks quirky. Ah, it's fun. And it's uh and, and it's about uh electricity and it's a it's uh, it's the the war about current mm -hmm. is not like I mean yeah it has a double meaning but uh, it's more about who can come up to the market with the uh, the 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 system that mm. gets us our electrical grid and everything and that's why tom holland's in there playing uh samuel something one of the businessmen that's in here oh yeah there's a lot of businessmen that are in yeah. there they're trying to like capitalize on what kind of system that they're selling and everything mm. of course they even show in this thing i didn't even know the thing that uh, they showed in the prestige was based on anything that those lights oh, yeah. out in the field oh, i didn't yeah. realize that was a real thing hmm. yeah i from my understanding of re reading very little tesla but from what i've what i've read i think that's that's based on something mm -hmm. for sure. yeah so there's another part and there's a part in this trailer where you see the lights out in the field and everything. Well, they're in the snow though right yeah i think so so i think i mean water conducts electricity yeah so it may just be as simple as that right i uh, i don't know i mean back in the 1800s or whatever yeah it's mind-blowing mm-hmm and it looks cool in yeah. the prestige. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just water. water I don't know. Water don't is know. a conductor. Where's the power source? Exactly. <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, October 11th, uh, the animated The Addams Family mm -hmm. uh, with a host of uh, awesome voice talent like Charlize Theron and uh, uh, Glow chloe grace moretz and and whatnot this looks awful to me i was kind of excited from a a conceptual standpoint mm -hmm. because you can get away with a lot more of the goofy stuff mm -hmm. in the adams family especially like the morbid gruesome stuff yeah uh but yeah the animation style while being different is just is is weird yeah yeah um i believe that the studio coming out with this is called entertainment studio yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. it's yeah. some new outfit uh so you know we don't know what to think of what they're you know we don't know if they're like illumination which is what i thought this was at first hmm. the trailer just looks like hey let's bring the adams family into 2019 why yep. don't we yep and so a lot of the jokes come off like that and i don't uh, 
you know, I, it's not, it's not in my cup of tea. And then, you know, we, we, we always, um, uh, criticize Disney for doing the, the live action, but mm-hmm. there's all these like animated remakes coming out too. Like, Grinch. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just, um, it's, uh, I don't know. The trailer didn't do much for me. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, also on October 11th, we have Gemini man directed by ang lee starring will smith and uh will smith yep and digital will, will smith. digital youngened simone will, will smith yes simone will smith this is interesting you say that because andrew nicole is a writer on this yeah movie. yeah um also david benioff and mm. billy ray who's known for shattered glass breach and the secret in their eyes and old town road um what billy ray billy ray yeah old town road uh uh, are all writers on this that's a weird com- combination david benioff billy ray and andrew nicole and there's like a couple others i think that are in there anyway yeah uh didn't you get a looper vibe from this yeah um uh, it's definitely a looper vibe because it's the guy trying to kill a older version of himself mm-hmm. i feel like because all the talk around this movie is about the technology mm-hmm. it makes me think the movie's not gonna be any good right and i also think Every time I hear somebody say we had to wait for the technology to to be available in order to make this movie, it makes me think you made it two years too soon. The technology may be available, but it's brand fucking new. And I bet you there's going to be more uncanny valley valley than you realize. So what is the technology? Well, the younger Will Smith, who is in the beginning of the movie at least, chasing down the older Will Smith to kill him, is entirely CG. Mm -hmm. It's not... It's he didn't mocap for it mm-hmm. wearing a suit. It's an entirely computer generated character, face, body, movements, and all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can pull off a whole movie like that. Like yeah. it's probably going to look fine in the fights and the motorcycle rides. Yeah, but when they're standing in a room just having a conversation, I think it's probably going to be troubling. I don't know. It could be cool idea. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where it feels like the idea almost certainly is going to end up being better than the end product. I'm not excited by this trailer whatsoever. I mean. When you when you have new technology in the hands of like James Cameron with Alita Battle Angel, which I really liked, and Ang Lee could probably you know he's he's probably going to have a good grasp on it, but you can only take it so far, right? Well, I just uh, again I like Ang Lee, Ang Lee. I applaud his trying new things, and sometimes it works really well. And you know, the Billy Halftime Walk didn't didn't work <laughs> yeah, so well for but me. But Life of Pi <laughs> did. I didn't like Life of Pi so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I and that that fucking tiger looked fake as shit. I don't care what anybody tells me. It, it does now for sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem, right? So yeah, Gemini Man's going to come out opening weekend. Oh, that looks great. By the time it hits home video, it's going to be outdated technology. It is kind bad. of interesting though. Like you see Ang Lee, and and he's got such a long list of great movies, but there are enough bad ones on his list where yeah. you're like. Yeah, this could be one of them. Well, even Hulk, I like watching Hulk, but not because I think the movie's good, just because he took so many chances mm-hmm. in how he decided to display that movie that I I think it's refreshing. Um, so again, it's not always going to work perfectly, mm-hmm. but maybe mm-hmm. maybe it'll be, I don't know. But why is it Gemini Man, but the space program always calls that one series of ships Gemini? Yeah, I know. It drives me crazy. Anytime I watch any kind of Apollo 13 or spa- from the Earth to the Moon, any kind of, they call it Gemini. That's the only place I've ever heard it referred yeah. to as Gemini. But yeah. they all fucking do. Even First Man yeah, refers yeah. to it yeah, as yeah. Gemini. Yeah. yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah, it, it gr- drives me crazy, too, because <laughs> because isn't it Gemini? It, it is, is Gemini. The, 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 the astrological so sign is Gemini. I'm guessing what happened was there was some like redneck astronaut guy who <laughs> called it Gemini and it stuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's That's, just call it Jiminy. Yeah. It's like it's like whoever Fred Ward plays, yeah. Bud Grissom, he's probably the one that's responsible for Jiminy. <laughs> Old Bud called it this. Yeah. Uh, then we have Jexy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the uh, team of John Lucas Scott Moore, who did Bad Moms and Bad Moms Christmas, yeah. also wrote the Hangover movies. Um, it looks like... It's, so it's Adam Devine, yeah. and he's got a phone that talks to him, and it's just like her, mm. and and it, he and he can't really live his life like she's like his girlfriend, even though she's not. Hmm. And so like there's scenes in there where he's trying to get with this one girl, but the the phone is getting jealous mm-hmm. and everything. And so yeah, I saw the Red Band trailer of this, and it and it's like I don't know what to think yet i don't know if this is going to be funny or horrible really oh, it, is, could... it really is only those two yeah, options yeah. <laughs> there's no middle ground here yeah. i feel like it's going to be horrible and i i like adam divine mm-hmm. i don't know that he has a good picker when it comes to movies mm-hmm. i haven't seen him in a movie yet where i thought the movie was good yeah um and he's it that's pretty much mm-hmm. the only thing we have like i feel like if you showed me this trailer and it was like will forte or somebody that had like a better background or more chops or something maybe even like a young will ferrell i would be like a plus this is going to be hilarious funny concept stick the landing but uh, i just you, I'm not you're right about here. that i i think i laugh my ass off during this trailer you're absolutely right that it's it's one of those two extremes i think rose Byrne being the voice of the the phone yeah uh even though it's a monotone just there's just already some really good lines now th- those may be all the good lines mm-hmm. and all the good jokes yeah but I hope it's good, but I, I'm I'm guessing it's going to be bad. I mean, I just it doesn't feel like the kind of movie that that has the goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I I I'm I'll watch this because I'm a comedy person. Mm-hmm. So also, you can't pick a better title. Like maybe the phone's name is Jexy or whatever, yeah. but this is a fucking stupid title for a R-rated comedy yeah. where your phone where your operating system becomes a possessive girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Jexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are going to go to the m- movies and not even know what the fuck that is when they what, see it on the marquee. What should it be called? Man Loves I Phone. Fuck, I Fucked My Phone. I, fucked I don't my phone. know. Ooh, I Fucked My Phone. <laughs> I love That's that. a Lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a Lifetime movie. Um, uh, then we have, on October 11th, we have Parasite, which is the Bong Joon-ho or Joon-ho Bong, who, however you want to uh, order that, who did Snowpiercer and the Host, and... Um, yeah, it looks like it's about a guy who poses as a tutor for this wealthy family, and there's some sort of profits, question mark profits, that <laughs> profits? happens from this. But the, it seems like there's something you know, going on that the trailer doesn't want to exactly uh, reveal. Uh, this has been getting great reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, the IMDb has it right now at 8.7. Of course, that means a lot of early people have come in and and voted so it hasn't gotten to its uh normalized rating yet but uh this guy has made some great movies yeah i have mm-hmm. not seen the host but just on snowpiercer and okja which he made for netflix i'm i'm curious about whatever he makes mm-hmm. moving forward so and we had one of our sinflowers saw this movie and tweeted out about how fucking awesome it was and i came under this was like two weeks ago i was like wait is it out like i love this guy's movies how did mm-hmm. i miss this he's like oh no i got an early screening and i was like huh, that would have been nice for you to tell me that i'm on um, board with this but yeah. yeah i'm totally interested in this movie yeah. yeah uh october 16th jay and silent bob reboot 
Um, I don't know if it's a wide release on October 16th, but it uh, it's coming it's out really around right. then, and it's going to have the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as a double feature uh, thing. Uh, and watching this trailer, it's it's interesting. Like there's there's funny moments about reboots in this. Yeah. But you're also, I don't know what's going on. I mean, with, there's self-referential humor in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Yes. Back. And that actually took me a, a minute to warm up to. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I was like, it's a little too insidery kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's become lovable. I, I kind of worry that now we're going back to that same well mm-hmm. and being referential about the referential movie. Yeah. And... You know, there's, there's, you like Tusk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like an hour of Tusk. <laughs> and a lot of people do, yeah. right? And there's stuff to like about Yoga Hosers, but even by his own admission, he's just making the movies that he wants to make. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like, this is, the, I'm trying to uphold a brand. Mm-hmm. He's just having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I don't have my hopes up for this to be a continuously beautiful movie no i'm not either but i'm gonna watch this for sure mm-hmm. um because jane silence bob strike back is such a one of my favorite comedies that's come out in this millennium or whatever so i also think this i'm going to give this movie credit for reuniting ben affleck and kevin smith and i'm glad that they are friends again yes it makes me happy mm-hmm. um then on october 18th um there's a slew of um well i guess it's it's overreaching to say a slew <laughs> would you call it a slew or a plethora <laughs> yeah would you call it a murder <laughs> yes a murder um but there are two sequels coming out and they are sequels to movies that came out to me a long time ago <laughs> yeah maleficent mistress of evil you didn't you didn't remember that maleficent came out five years ago Yikes. that's how long ago it was and was also pretty not good yeah i didn't <laughs> like it but it was it, it basically told disney that they could do this crap for uh forever and ever uh at least with maleficent they tried to make something different on uh, to an existing story yeah whereas now they just oh well, we got that cartoon let's just remake that so do we does we think this new maleficent sequel is going to be the sleeping beauty story we know mm-hmm. since the last one was kind of like a prequel to doesn't that? look like no it looks this like- just looks like a continuation and again maleficent is uh uh doesn't she doesn't want l fanning to marry this dude for some reason i don't know jealousy jealousy yeah she's she's maleficent it's in there it's in her name that's right and she's the mistress of evil so that's the reason but yeah (laughs) i thought elvira was the mistress of evil oh that's could be could be um i think she was wasn't she wasn't she mistress of evil she was mistress of mistress of the darkness mistress Uh, of the darkness close enough uh but uh but no i i i this is one of those trailers that nearly made me fall asleep yeah yeah i I mean there's obviously an audience for this but it's not it ain't me yeah uh (laughs) then there's zombie land double tap remember the last movie came out 10 years ago what is the point yeah what is the this is one of the dumbest reboot sequel nostalgia cash-ins of all of them like this is dumber than fuller house this was like <laughs> come on no, 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 no. i'm not gonna let you get away with that come on. this is not dumber from than a fuller premise house. standpoint yeah it is it's more zombie kills that's what people were interested in it's more in full first- house 
It's fuller. It's fuller. <laughs> now the kids have kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I've seen these four fight zombies and have a comic adventure. What are you going to do that's going to top the first I one? totally agree with you. This I'm is still... capitalizing on the cult success this movie found yes. after a hit home video. Yes. And it knows it's going to make good box office for what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Oh, yeah. Nobody involved in this movie is like, this movie needed to happen. No, It's like no, Bill no. and Ted 3. We're making Bill and Ted 3 because Keanu feels bad for Alex Winter. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the marketing in this trailer where they go in and all four leads are Academy Award nominees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even Abigail Breslin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. I think it looks fun. Dumb and fun. Yeah. But uh, see, there's a difference where I really want to draw the I'm not saying the movie's bad yeah i'm saying the idea to make it is creatively void and vapid you can make 10 zombie land movies they might all make you chuckle (laughs) but everyone after the first one is derivative and not original sure not creative i agree with you and our and our and i'm still excited all right this one um uh adds zoe deutsch to the uh to the to the mix and Mm -hmm. uh you think bill murray's gonna be back I know he's going to be because I have looked at the IMDb and it said he's credited. So I'll be curious. So I'm just at at the end that uh, they're doppelganger. Oh, Luke Wilson. Yeah. uh, There's Thomas Middleditch. But I don't I didn't understand the ending of that trailer because remember, all these guys are coming out. It's after the truck has like parked on top of the other truck, Mm -hmm. I guess. And so like he's talking to Luke Wilson and then Thomas Middleditch comes out and Emma Stone says in that comic trailer way am i hallucinating mm-hmm. and then it cuts and i'm like what wait what? oh because they're they're mirror images of each other are they like luke wilson is speaking in the same way that woody harrelson well is. yeah but she says this after thomas middleditch shows up on the screen because he's he's the mirror image of jesse eisenberg but they don't i guess that's what i got from the i trip. guess i mean it, it would be better to see them all like mirror images of each other rather than Oh, Thomas Middleditch is supposed to be Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, I didn't even get that from the, I didn't even get that from the trailer. I was like, why? I had to rewind it. I rewound <laughs> it twice to mm. go. Why is she saying? Why am I hallucinating? It's just Thomas Middleditch. And yeah, it's just yeah. Luke Wilson. Yeah. Hey, you know what I read yesterday? The Mad About You revival. Uh, Richard Kind is coming back. I'm I welcome him in anything. Richard that Kind's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is. But you guys didn't. I'm trying to piss on remukes and re- oh <laughs> yeah 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 no no i'm i'm with you on the, i'm still pissing on the on the remix i love richard kind but my, i don't i mean don't want matter about you he'll, they're gonna i mean he'll it. have a little bit of splashback from the pee but <laughs> furious about you yeah uh, yeah our bodies come in different shapes and sizes so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M 
Noom.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, <laughs> are you interested in this at all? What? Zombieland 2? Uh, I mean, yeah, not to go to the theater and watch it, yeah, but yeah. uh but uh yeah, I'll watch this mm. eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh a couple of other uh movies of note coming out. One called Jojo Rabbit that uh Taika Waititi made. I'm gonna go oh, ahead yeah. and slap a maybe sticker on this one. Yeah. I've already read a couple of reports that some Disney execs may not want to put this movie out, and this was acquired under the Fox deal. Mm. Um and I I've already seen at least one think piece that said See, people, this is why corporate synergy is bad. Now we have this edgy art that we may not get because corporate advertising sensibilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, it looks bonkers. This is basically a kid whose imaginary friend is Hitler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being played by Taiki Watiti. Yeah. Taiki Watiti. (laughs) Watiti's and butts. Yeah. Um, uh, And, you know, he's got a track record enough that I'm I'm very curious to see where he goes with this. But subject matter wise, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets like a super limited release and just goes under the radar. I think that's very likely. Yeah. The movie is about so Scarlett Johansson's in this and she plays the mom of this kid that's in there. And she's hiding a Jewish person in the house, mm-hmm. and that's what the story is essentially about. Uh, but yeah, it looks bonkers, that's for sure. And and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean exactly what you're saying, right? Like these movies, when when you when you have one company and one voice, sort of like saying this is what we can watch and what we can't, we're getting closer and closer to that, right? Yeah, Where- right. Like there's some Disney exec who's going to hold up the Jojo Rabbit and then hold it up alongside like the Little Mermaid remake and say, which one of these is more marketable to our advertising <laughs> partners? Which yeah. one is more palatable to our family-friendly family friendly brand? I've already seen the most recent Deadpool 2 director talking about how a PG-13 Deadpool could totally work. Oh, no. And I'm like, well, whether they've told you to say that or not, this is exactly the kind of thing I was afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also coming out on October 18th, uh, The Lighthouse, which is Robert Eggers of The Vitch, The Vavitch fame. I just spilled your beans. Wow, uh, I think I'm either going to be mesmerized by this movie or, or vomit after watching it. It <laughs> looks, both. it looks, I, this is the, this is the star trailer of everything that I watched. Me too, yeah. Um, you know, the Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, who... By the way, I need to go back and start watching all of these movies that Robert Pattinson has developed this this sudden like um uh, respect as an actor and everything. I knew he was good even through Twilight, mm-hmm. but a lot of the movies he's made are stuff that I just haven't quite been able to get my hands on and then I'll forget about it, but he's quietly developed this this reputation as this awesome actor. Mm-hmm. And he's he's going toe to toe with Willem Dafoe in this, mm-hmm. and it looks interesting. The lighthouses, the the way the black and white photography in this thing looks interesting. All the little situations that are going on that you're like, what's that? What's that? Holy mm-hmm. shit! What's that? I, I, it looks like it's going to be funny and weird mm-hmm. and. I'm all in for this. I what really if, want to see what it. What if at the very end it's revealed to be part of the same Vavitch universe and that fucking goat jumps up and starts <laughs> kicking people <laughs> in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> like on, his, on his hind feet. Well, doesn't he like dance on his hind feet in the Vavitch? Uh, no, I don't think so. But <laughs> <laughs> you could say, I would say that the best part of the Vavitch 
is the last part because I like how we refuse to use. Oh yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's it's the way it is. Uh, because it it takes you on a completely different ride. Like up until then, it's conventional. It's weird. It's a little unusual, but like it's a pretty conventional like uh the pilgrim type of story, right? Mm-hmm. And then it takes that turn. And the voice of Black Phillip and all that stuff and the trance that she goes into, that's the best part. This looks like that last part of the Vivitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm down with it. Yeah, man, it looks bonkers. Yeah, so uh, I, I will be excited to watch this. Uh, this is the kind of original storytelling, even if this movie does not please me, I would still rather go see this than Zombieland 2. Yeah, I, no, I totally agree. I would, too. A24 is continuing their hot streak. Now, I know Midsummer wasn't necessarily like universally received mm-hmm. uh but man those guys I, they just let they I, let their directors just go with what they want to do they there's do. there's a movie later on in in our rundown with adam sandler in it that i'm literally only interested in because it's a24 mm-hmm. um, go so ahead and talk I, about that by the way because i couldn't find a trailer and i didn't know what it was about it's the uncut gems is what it was called uncut gems yes it's not there's not a lot of v- available on it it's literally i saw adam sandler's in it it's an a24 movie literally i'm it's supposed to come out in december at some point mm-hmm. um and it, it's getting to a point where i'm gonna watch a movie solely because of the studio that released it annapurna was like that for a while they've kind of not had a perfect track record, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, October 25th, um, there is a movie called Black and Blue coming out um, uh, that's about, uh, who's the main character? Naomi Harris. Naomi Harris. And, and Tyrese. Yeah, and Tyrese. Um, Naomi Harris is a is a new cop in the training day, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, mold. And this movie's almost exactly like Training Day, where like she stumbles on some stuff that she shouldn't see, and uh, it's dirty cops, and and uh, once the dirty cops see what uh, see that she's a witness or whatever, they try to kill her. Then she runs through this dangerous neighborhood where you have basically people who've been fucked over by cops, mm-hmm. and she needs help from these people and uh and uh she only finally i think tyrese is the main guy helping Mm -hmm. her throughout the whole thing so but she's getting chased by the cops and uh and you know there's a line in there was why don't you just call the cops and she goes that's who's chasing after me she's got body can't so she was shot i mean Mm -hmm. the trailer takes you through what i think is the entire movie she gets shot in her and she you know she's wearing a vest and her body cam footage implicates these cops and so they put out an apb to all the criminals to chase her too mm-hmm. so she's got the cops after her and the criminals and the only person the to cops save her and the criminals yeah where have i heard that before <laughs> and the only person that can save her is tyrese and herself you know if tyrese is in it i already don't care yeah mm-hmm. it looks like an interesting premise where like the world is out it's like the purge basically yeah where everybody's out to kill you but <laughs> i like i said i she starts fighting back and kicking ass mm-hmm. in the trailer mm-hmm. you know how it's gonna end yeah with people in blankets sitting on the back of rescue vehicles yeah. like every yeah. fucking action movie uh, you may have noticed throughout this October uh, preview, there haven't been very many horror movies. Right. Mm-hmm. In fact, none. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one that's listed, and it doesn't have a trailer, which may mean it might not come out, is called Countdown. Um, and it's about an app that tells you when you're going to die. And apparently a nurse ha- gets the app and finds out that she's going to die in three days. Mm. So that's what the premise of Countdown is about. But I haven't seen a trailer. Do we... <sighs> 
It feels like the movie they make fun of in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, how can a mobile phone kill you? Yeah, yeah, it does. It's exactly right. Who is the great authority on the other end of that app that fucking knows when you're going to die? No. The devil. Oh, fucking horror movies, man. I Death. just watched a... the devil's in the app business. Now. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Escape Room yesterday. Uh-huh. Have you, you seen like that? it? Did you? I love it. Yeah. I actually enjoyed watching it, but mm-hmm. it's stupid. It you're is? gonna end up. You're th- okay. <laughs> about April's gonna roll around, and you're gonna tell us that you've seen Escape Room 25 times, and you're about to, <laughs> you're about to re-edit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have. I will not argue that that's possible. <laughs> I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It was very well shot. Yeah. But none of the ha- the things that happen make any sense. And um, that movie is already 10 times more logical and based in reality than this fucking app that knows when you're going to die. <laughs> bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dom, dom, dom. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there's another movie on here that has no trailer, but it has a huge cast called The Last Full Measure. Uh, something about somebody getting the Medal of Honor. I know that mm-hmm. Peter Fonda is in this movie. Oh who, yeah, uh, who uh, recently who recently died. Uh, but um, he's in it, and there's just a million others. I just remember, and I didn't research it too much because I couldn't find much about it. Yeah, there's there's really not a whole lot. It's uh, it's literally 34 years after his death, Airman William H. Pensenberger is awarded the nation's highest mm. military honor. It's uh. Peter Fonda, Bradley Whitford, Sammy Jackson, Sebastian Stan, Ed Harris, Christopher Plummer, William Hurt, Diane Ladd, Jesus, Michael Imperioli. Like, there's a lot mm, of good. It's a great cast. Yeah. Okay, guys, it's time to talk about better help. Better help. That's right. And uh, and uh, we uh, have Jonathan Watkins with us today to talk about uh, better help, along with Barrett. Yeah. Better yeah. Help. This is uh, this is a heck of a service right here, man. Mm. Yeah. Online counseling. It's got such a great interface where you've got your counseling room where you take care of everything. Now, I have been a bad patient. (laughs) I've lapsed. I had a a, a couple of good sessions, and then I got distracted, and I I, I just didn't sign up for the next thing for, for a matter of weeks or so. My therapist, the jewel that she is, reached out to me, not in an invasive way, not in like a bothersome Mm. way, just said, just checking on you. That's awesome. How you doing? And- from that, uh, only took her one time. From that, I was like, you know what? Yeah. And you know how much time it took me to book it? Like 30 seconds. I'm yeah. like Jason Schwartzman and Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, I found the next available slot where, slot where I was available. It's tomorrow. And, uh, you know, messenger said, sorry. And she was like, no problem. No problem at all. And I like that. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Like the convenience of it, the fact that I can get, a, you know, I can be a little a little wandering and they will gently say, if you would like to come back to the fold, here you go. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm back on track. So Jonathan, you have also have. been using this service. What has your experience been? Uh, my experience has been great. Um, I am someone who, uh, suffers from anxiety and depression and, um, just, uh, and I have had a hard time taking the initiative to find a counselor. Um, mm-hmm. And plus, I'm not really... So, I, I didn't really like the idea of sitting in an office and all that stuff, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so this just kind of made it a little easier. I think I would be more comfortable with that now that I've done this. But um, And it's also not easy to find a counselor. No, it's um, not. It's because I actually have tried to do that in the past, and it, I've just been... I've been sent back with, well, our, my, I have too many patients, you know, but I'll send you to this person. And then I kept getting beat around so much, it started to get a little uh, frustrating. Uh, this point. is a situation where you just sign up, 
And literally within like an hour, I had uh, a counselor that was willing to, uh, you know, set up an appointment with me. I think I had my appointment like a day or two later. Mm. And uh, I've been doing it weekly since then. Oh, uh, you've been a good patient. <laughs> I have. Well, so um, it, I've had like eight or nine sessions, I think. Wow. I'm actually I'm also having one tomorrow. And um, yeah, it's just it's been a very positive experience. I I can't recommend it enough. That's awesome. For That's me. fantastic. That's awesome. Listen, I had a friend tell me three or four days ago they just started counseling mm. and it was a direct result of us talking about it so much on the podcast mm. are you serious yes and that's one of the best feelings i've ever had in my life that's amazing <laughs> mm -hmm. because therapy helps me a lot and i know it's a struggle to find a therapist that you click with sometimes and that's one of the things this service can help with um i liked what you said about um going to some office and sitting in this strange room and mm -hmm. how that can be a barrier for some people to therapy whereas with better help you can be in the comfort of your own mm -hmm. home uh and i think that's huge for yes, people it is. who have it's anxiety related yep. you know to where you are um and god if one person gets therapy <laughs> then then us talking about it is always worth it and so for for a service like better help to come because we've been talking about mental health for ages oh yeah um it's it's probably the biggest cause we champion mm -hmm. as as a brand uh, but then this a service comes along like this that just fits so perfectly mm -hmm. with what we are trying, the message we're trying to spread and fills in the gaps for a lot of people who aren't taking therapy right now. Yes. And, and you made the comment about it not being invasive. And if I can just talk about that, I, I like that, too. Like, I never feel like I'm just like an hour for her to feel right. fill for her to stay on the service or whatever it is. Um, it's always like, you know, uh, just whenever you feel like getting back with me, you can set the appointments up yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, the schedule pop, their schedule pops up and <laughs> then you can just pop yourself in wherever. Um, and that's, that's actually nice. At first I thought it was, I was like, I don't know that I want to do that. I don't know why I didn't want to do it, but, uh, I've actually found that's actually kind of nice. Uh, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It, yeah. It's, it's the fear of the unknown. Like if you yeah. go into a therapist's office, which, you know, most of us have, you know, you don't know what's next. Like, you mm -hmm. know, they'll say, come back in a month or come back in a couple of weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey, you know, do I, can I fit that into my schedule, all that stuff? You can literally, it'll pop up in your counseling room and you'll, it'll gray out the, the days that aren't available. Mm -hmm. And you can just pick the ones that are, the time, and then boom, you're, you're awesome. scheduled. That's it. They so, just sent, they just sent me a reminder to my email, like, uh, hey, we yep. got one tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what what link can we give out for people who might be uh, wanted to check this out? Okay, betterhelp.com. That's H E L P. Betterhelp all one word.com/syncast. Uh make sure you go to that URL. It could not be easier. You literally click the button that says get started underneath our logo and all that stuff and you get 10% off your first month. This is affordable counseling and therapy. If you have any issues with that, they have options for that too mm -hmm. just let them know don't let that be a barrier to this now go through that url because that will help you a little bit you know signing up on the front side uh so you get 10 percent off your first month if you are having any issues related to depression anxiety anything anger substance abuse uh they even have lgbtqaia specific um counselors Ooh. uh which is really really cool since we just talked about that fairly recently uh, we couldn't recommend it more. It's awesome. Betterhelp.com slash Sincast. November 1st, uh, we have Arctic Dogs. Oh, my God. Now, see, this is the movie that I think Abominable will be transcending a little bit. I mean, I, I shouldn't use that word. That will be a cut above. Mm -hmm. Arctic Dog looks like just straight up 
trolls, ugly dolls. Yeah. Just dogs. Is it like Iditarod dogs? Yes. Didn't well, we already they're, have... su- they're supposed to be. They're like Iditarod dogs in training. Didn't we already have Balto? We, <laughs> we did. And like I think Balto was 20 right. years ago. I think Balto had a sequel, too. Yeah. And then, like, how many fucking sled dog movies do we need? I don't know. And Paul Walker was in one. <laughs> Cuba Gooding yeah, was in yeah. one. Eight Below was the Paul Walker one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And Snow Dogs was the Cuba Gooding. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we need any more. I agree. But, uh, yeah, it's about a delivery service or something like that. I mean, that. if every person who's ever run in a snow dog race goes to see this movie, it's going to make 10 bucks. Well, I mean, it's a fish out of water thing. They're they're supposed to be delivering these things in the sled, and they've got to pull the sled. But they're not sled dogs, so they got to figure out how to, how to sled. So they're city dogs? I don't know. They're mail service dogs. I don't know. It's something about delivering a package and uh, to a secret location, and then they stumble on this big, huge world of, I don't know. Arctic cri- dogs. Crime. I don't know. It looks like <laughs> crime. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like balls. Um, I think <laughs> it's got one of them stunt casting things. Yeah, I mean, actually, they do have a good voice cast. Jeremy Renner, Alec Baldwin. Angelica yeah, Houston. Renner is the main dog. Yeah, James Franco is in it, and uh, John Cleese earning that paycheck. Well, I mean, Alec Baldwin's pretty much at that point. This, yeah, mm-hmm. he was in Boss Baby. He was. He's just taking the paychecks. Yeah, a lot of butts in that Boss Baby. <laughs> weird <laughs> amount of butts. Yeah, weird, weird. Uh, then we have Harriet, which is about Harriet Tubman and Harriet. Yes, hard-hearted harbinger of haggis. <laughs> um. This was, uh, Harriet is directed by Casey Lemons, who we talked about oh, nice. last last week. Uh, Cynthia Arrivo, who plays, uh, who's in Bad Times at uh, the El Royale. Is the singer? This. The singer yeah. is in this, who plays Harriet Tubman. Um, Leslie Odom Jr., who played the original Aaron Burr and Hamilton, is also in this. Uh, and Janelle Monet is also in yeah. this. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Harriet Tubman uh, biopic and uh, looks good. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's immediately portrayed as, you know, once she gets freed, her ass is going back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what What are you doing? And she's like, what the, What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it, the trailer alone will give you the chills mm-hmm. when you think about this is the beginning of the Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. and this is how important it was. And if she didn't do it, would it have been done? Right. I, I I'm down with this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks really good, and and I and I want to see more of the Cynthia Revo because she's great in that bad time. I'm mm-hmm. feeling a little bad about the "So I Married an Axe Murderer" song I sang after the title. What? No, it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> like I, I did just, the Harry it. Yeah, but I didn't know we were talking about this. No, I feel bad. <laughs> this movie. Right. This movie seems important. It does. All right. Uh, another big uh, Oscar contending type of movie, "Motherless Brooklyn." That yes. Edward Norton wrote and directed and stars in. Oh, Jesus. That means we're going to get stories in nine months about how much of an asshole he was on set. Yeah, maybe. Um, but this has, uh, like, Bruce Willis and... It's uh, like the Irishman. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. and uh, Alec Baldwin. Um, uh, somebody who uh, sent... Uh, somebody texted this trailer to me, and they said it looks like the big Wes Anderson connection, because there's a lot of Wes Anderson people in there. Um, but uh, Motherless Brooklyn, uh, it's... I think Bruce Willis is like a crime boss. He gets shot, killed, or something, and then Norton has to figure out something. I don't remember what it is. Uh, he's a he's a private detective. Is he a detective? This is like... And he's got... Old... Does he have turrets? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's got the little ticks, and they actually save that. It, he's got a few of them early in, but then they do like a brief montage of all of his ticks. Mm. Uh, uh, no, no, no. It, not, not, not in a weird way. I, was, I saw the trailer. You didn't like it? I'll tell you why I didn't like it, because <sighs> I'm going to say something inappropriate, and I just know it. In the score, mm-hmm. uh, a heist movie, he plays a criminal that has invented an alter ego of a mentally disabled person. Uh-huh. Um, I think he says what it is in the movie. I can't quite remember. And he has gotten this job where he volunteers at night at the museum to mop the floors or what have you. And that's the in for the heist. Mm-hmm. In this trailer, he's doing the same kind of thing for Tourette's as he was doing for this guy in the score. And hmm. it makes me feel like Ed Norton, the man, has only one understanding of mental disabilities. It could be. I mean, look at uh, the one that he did with Richard Gere. I mean, he he had an alter ego there too, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which was a little more pervasive, I guess. I don't. I didn't know, get that man. sense, but I've, I've never seen the score, so I didn't get that sense. Well, in this let trailer. me just say, Ed Norton writing and directing a movie where he's the star and he has Tourette's feels a little bit self serving. All right, all right. Well, I want an Oscar, damn it. That's what it feels <laughs> like. To is this movie problematic though? I didn't see anybody commenting about that in the trailer but when i saw him doing the turret stuff i this was the first time uh in a long time i've seen someone who doesn't have a disability do a disability and started feeling weird about it yeah Yeah. i've seen a lot of Tourette's patients and it didn't seem exploitative okay um but then you can cut this whole thing out then because I no it could be I mean I could be misreading it um, it was the first time like I, if I had seen this trailer in 1999 I wouldn't have given it a second mm-hmm. wouldn't have had that same wouldn't have had that same thing now watching it in 2019 and considering what we've learned and all this it, it almost feels like you know you know it feels almost offensive but he's playing from my understanding he's playing it up until you see that kind of collection of ticks and stuff like that it seems like he's playing it just like a regular pi i think right? the more people who watch this trailer we're going to start seeing stories about that maybe so maybe so yeah because it's interesting I, like like i said i didn't want go into this going oh well here's this edward norton he's uh, doing something stupid and like oh yeah exactly what i thought he was going to do and, <laughs> hey, and look was, it's bart and he's doing stuff. yeah he's doing stuff <laughs> it was it was more like oh here's a trailer i started watching it and and, and as soon as he went into those ticks i was like oh Mm. It it I don't know something hit me like this That's doesn't seem right. Actually. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is also only the second time Ed Norton has ever directed. The first one was Keeping the Faith, which is a early two thousands. Yeah, just okay. Yeah, just okay. with Ben Stiller and Jenna Elfman. Um, I don't have any faith in this movie. I, mean, I might. It's possible I might have a thing with Ed Norton. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I've heard enough stories. I don't like this idea of. I liked it better when I didn't know he wrote and directed the thing, man. <laughs> Now that I know that, every choice I see him make is going to, I'm going to question. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Perhaps the biggest movie coming out on November 1st, but I'm not, I don't have very many, like, I don't have uh, any hope for it, I guess, is Terminator Dark Fate. Oh. I don't have any hope. Why would you have any hope? They made two good Terminator movies, great Terminator movies. They made one that's okay that Jeremy really likes. And then they made some. Look, some they shit. should have stopped at Terminator Three. 
should yeah, have been of course. done. Yeah, that absolutely. was a perfect ending. It loops right back around to the beginning. Um, thematically, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's perfect. I yep. understand why they did Terminator Salvation because they could still like say, "Well, this is the story you didn't see." Blah blah blah. It still sucked. The uh, that last Terminator Genesis was horrible. Yep, that didn't need to be made at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and now this one where they're saying, I guess Genesis didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um and hey you know let's get linda hamilton back i'm i'm glad she's back but man this trailer looks awful it looks awful the cg looks bad now maybe they'll fix that mm-hmm. it, but like when the dude's on the truck behind Mackenzie davis and he's like jumping at her with mm. a spear or whatever he looks like rubber neo yeah 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 and <laughs> yeah i just and, and you know the way they're plastering james cameron's name on this trailer and he did not direct the film right um, tim miller deadpool remember james cameron said genesis was one of the best terminator movies one of the best movies he'd ever he loved it mm. and it's a piece of honking shit why did he love it because he makes money to say he loves it because he knows <laughs> that brings in people and his bottom line goes up so from james cameron doesn't mean shit yeah this doesn't, is doesn't mean shit this is a this is a world that i'd i'd like to see more of but i just I feel like the the way this story is all set up where somebody's coming back in time to stop something from happening and everything was perfectly encapsulated by the the first two terminators and then the third one even though I don't think that needed to even be made exactly as Jeremy said had a perfect ending um there's they just can't seem to tie up this loop for some reason mm-hmm. I don't understand why that's uh, why that's a problem like like once they've once they've killed evil then the loop should be sown it should yeah. it should you no know, there should be no way of getting back this is like the opposite end of the thing you were talking about with Patton oswald which was when he was talking about darth vader you know don't show us the origins of our favorite characters just show us our favorite characters mm. and then the terminator movies is doing like look it's your favorite characters you should like it <laughs> arnold's in this come watch it and mm-hmm. it's not enough man you gotta give me a movie you gotta give me a story yeah look linda hamilton's back yay yeah i don't care did you did the last two movies make money I, I genesis i don't think made i think it lost a lot of money in fact that's what i'm saying like you're not even it's not like a toy story 4 or something like that where like you can bank on it being a billion dollar movie they're they're not they're not profitable why well, keep doing it well i don't know i just think well, it's a property that that somebody owns and they see it as a, an ip of value that we can Keep, maybe if we get Linda Hamilton back, it'll turn yeah, everything around. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to look up Terminator Genesis and and because I'm pretty sure it took a huge bath. Uh, production budget was 155 million. It made 90 million domestic, but it made worldwide. It made 440, which means mm, if you right. cut it in half, it made money or at least broke even. Yeah. Um. So you know, again, you know, the rest of the world is fucking us now. It's just uh, everybody's <laughs> fucking us on something like this. Now, everybody's you, fucking us. Yeah. If you could go back a year and a half, and James Cameron comes out and says, "I'm pressing pause on all this Avatar bullshit, and I'm going to save the Terminator franchise by personally directing a story I write with new technology I invent," then I'm all in. Mm-hmm. It's just Fuck not. Yeah. It's not what he's doing. Yeah, he's putting all his creative energies towards Avatar, which is a series I hate. Yep. All right uh november 8th uh dr sleep uh the sequel to the shining essentially mike flanagan who directed the haunting of hill house series oculus before i wake ouija origin of evil evil gerald's game all behind this uh ewan mcgregor is grown-up danny torrance Mm -hmm. uh this trailer didn't tell me much Mm -hmm. it just other than he's going back to the overlook 
<laughs> you know what this trailer did? It, it it reminded me of the movie version of Ready Player One. Yeah, it did. There's, there's so much. There's so much original shining footage. Right. And I guess that's how the novel went. But yeah, it didn't do much for me. Yeah. Yeah. The Mike Flanagan. And The Haunting of Hill House being so great, I haven't seen it yet, but it got mm-hmm. such rave reviews. That's, in my mind, the only reason to check this out. I just, if you hadn't told me he directed it, I would have already tuned it out. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that I expect very much. The book got very positive reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, I think that's the reason. And I love The Shining so much. Obviously, this is going to be a very different cinematic voyage than yeah. The Shining, but I'll probably go see it. Yeah. We're talking 39 years since the movie mm-hmm. came out. Um, uh so yeah weird weird one uh then there's last christmas paul feig who did bridesmaids and ghostbusters um amelia clark and henry golding from crazy rich asians with emma thompson it's a romantic comedy it looked like serendipity to me uh yeah yeah emma thompson wrote it too it looked like it had a little more than your typical Mm. rom-com uh to me it it looked to me like a cross between bridget jones's diary which i really like as a movie and like a traditional serendipity type of thing. So with Paul Feig, he's he's kind of my jam. Like there's a few things. Like Bridesmaids is not perfect to me, but I really like the Heat. I love Spy. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got a pretty good track record. So I, I'm not gonna be running out of the, uh, to see this in the theater, but maybe good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Amelia Clark looks adorable in this, mm-hmm. and I like Henry Golding a lot. Oh, she's sick. Is she sick? Yeah. So you got a sick. Sick guys that bumping, does, bumping that, six. That doesn't make it better. Yeah, no. Also, <laughs> I realize holiday movies all do this, but that is a shit title. Yeah, it is. I could have. Sw- well, there's there's a Black Christmas coming out later on. Yep. Oh, this is weird. So that that title thinks of Wham, right? Last Christmas, I gave him my heart. Sure. The trailer says featuring the songs of George Michael because Freedom ninety nine, Freedom ninety plays later on yeah. in the trailer. So I guess this is going to be like also a collection of George Michael songs. Yeah, it's, that part was very weird. Yeah, well, that seems to be like a thing these days now, where we're gonna we're gonna put only the uh, music of a certain artist under. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I love George Michael, so I'm fine with but it. Yeah, but yeah, Last Christmas is one of the most generic titles ever. You write, you type that in the IMDb, you're going to come up with at least ten movies that are named that, and one song, and one song. <laughs> uh but there's also all these other christmas movies that always come out there's an almost christmas there's a i mean there's just a million christmas movies and why why do we do this mm-hmm. like if i'm if i'm at a studio and they're, and they're about to say let's call this last christmas i'd be like no <laughs> before the fist hits I would, the table I would, I would dive underneath the stamp and there would be this approved on my chest um because because nobody remembers that title and i know it's hard to come up with stuff a lot of times that's original and makes you want to go see it and all that well we just go ahead and go the easy way right yeah, stop with this the last christmas give me a fucking break you call it cancer girl works at asian call store. it yeah Ka- exactly khaleesi diseasy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hope that came up oh my god <laughs> in the writer's room fuck me man We'd have seen that movie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like Oh man. See that's why that's why we need to get hired. <laughs> we aren't gonna top that one for the rest of this one. 
Uh, also coming out on November 8th, we have Midway, uh, Roland Emmerich's... Uh, I loved your email. <laughs> I'm sure Roland Emmerich will find some s- human stories to tell under this or whatever you said. Yes, Pearl Harbor story. This is going to yeah. be two and a half hours of World War II exploding noise. This um, is uh, this is the battle that happened uh, like six months after Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. The Battle of Midway. This was yet another supposed surprise attack that the that Japanese were going to 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 uh, undertake. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, to me, like it it came off as Roland Emmerich once again wanting to try to one up his buddy, might well, not his buddy or his rival, <laughs> Michael Bay. Like Michael Bay did that Pearl Harbor movie. Well, now I'm going to do the story that's after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I'm just going to have his story yeah. in the first five minutes of my <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, finally, there is um, a movie that I think every like uh, wrestler or big man has to do when he's starting his acting career. Playing with Fire. Mm. John Cena is a firefighter who has to babysit kids or something. Mm-hmm. It's not a tumor. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's basically kindergarten fireman. Kindergarten cop. You have the pacifier Vin Diesel did. You had the tooth fairy that mm-hmm. The Rock did. Yep. Everybody's got to go by this trial by fire <laughs> through the uh, the the children's uh, entertainment gamut here. Um, I think uh, Keegan-Michael Key is in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her name who plays what's her name in Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> Zazzy Beats? No, it's uh, it's it's the uh, oh, uh, Sonic, Ne Negasonic, Megasonic. Uh, oh, I don't know. Teenage Warhead. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and also John Leguizamo, who looks the exact same as he did twenty years ago, is in this movie. It's uh, Ooh. yeah, it's it's a uh, Brianna Hildebrand who plays Negasonic Teenage Warhead in uh, Deadpool has longer hair in this mm-hmm. uh, hardly recognizable i know uh but uh yeah he's uh he's gotta like be a firefighter and babysit kids as you do as you do uh november 15th there's a movie called all rise which i did not see the trailer for i bet it's about a courtroom something it is it's a john david washington's in it uh it's about a kid who gets accused of murder but there was no trailer for it so i don't know i didn't see there's a bunch of people in it but john david washington seemed like to be the the main i don't know if he's the main guy and it's weird because there's a brand new series called all rise that's coming out on some network cbs i think cbs and uh, just a bad title it looks like it's probably a pretty you know heavy and important movie but like yeah yeah uh then we have a, a reboot of charlie's angels are you excited for that you're, you're one third of for excited one reason <laughs> Kristen stewart <laughs> she that's, looks, what, that's what i'm saying she looks like she's having fun man yeah yeah she's the when she was on screen in those in that trailer now granted the, the trailer i saw for this felt like it was five and a half minutes long <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and true. it felt like it felt like because i honestly <laughs> finished that trailer and thought for sure this was a new series i mm. didn't know it was a, a, a two-hour movie it felt like they showed me so many different costume changes and settings and so I don't know. I don't know about any of it except Kristen Stewart was having fun, and I like her. I like her in general, you know. I like, uh, like, okay. Did you see the trailer for that underwater movie that she's in, where she goes like six miles underwater, and then it's basically aliens? No. What is that? I think. It's, did you see this? I think it's called mm-hmm. Underwater. Um, it probably comes out in February or something. Was it probably when we huh. were talking about it? The trailer just came out, and I'll go see that because she looks like she's having fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a not a comedy or anything, but mm-hmm. no, I think this Charlie's Angels movie is gonna suck. Yeah. Man, I mean, 
I kind of like. I know you guys hate it, but I kind of like that first reboot that they did with uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, Cameron Diaz. And, that movie, uh, no, I did. I, I enjoyed it. It was okay. Those, those movies are the reason we have Terminator Salvation. No, I agree. Yep. But, no, no, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, I think, is the reason that we have Terminator. Well, McG directed yeah. both the Charlie's Angels uh, movies. That's, true. Yeah. that's all I mean. Mc, yeah, yeah McG uh, became a thing because of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are, those movies are mindless fun, and those actresses are all fun, too. Um, uh, the ones that are in this, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with. I know Naomi Scott played Jasmine in Aladdin. Mm-hmm uh earlier this summer i don't know the other girl that's in this but elizabeth banks wrote and directed and stars in yep uh this so um, apparently she's she's going to reveal that the, the, there's a, a charlie's angels universe like there's multiple bosleys and hmm. and she's just one of the many bosleys so yeah. there will be angels that are different from the three we see we also had there was a whole tv show reboot in the middle of all this with oh, the yeah. girl from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mika Kelly? Mika Kelly. Um, and that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just uh, I just wonder if there's... I mean, Elizabeth Banks needs to channel her talent to something original and not Pitch Perfect 9. Yeah, yeah. And not Charlie's Angels reboot. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because you know, she's funny and she's she's good. This she's could talented. be this could be her way of uh, getting the money to do that, though. If it becomes that's a big true. hit, if it becomes a big hit, uh, that movie is called Underwater, by the way. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, mm. Also on November fifteenth, uh, Ford v Ferrari. This is James Mangold's uh, new one. Matt Damon uh, and Christian Bale are in this, and I guess it's they're trying to make a Ford beat a Ferrari in the Le Mans. Uh, race mm-hmm. which is uh mm-hmm. something that i think europeans get excited about but no nobody over here does yeah this is this prestige movie i've been reading about this for a while it feels like it should be awesome and i'm kind of expecting it to not be yeah there's just so much talent behind this and it's an interesting story well and it also is coming unfortunately on the heels of that uh ron howard racing movie about two yeah, rival Rush. drivers Rush, yeah, yeah. um and I think marketing-wise, it's hard to sell this Ford v. Ferrari to the American public as anything but two guys, old-timey racing rivalry. But uh, when those two guys are Christian Bale and Matt Damon, I think you're going to get some some footholds. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't. I I am beginning to doubt Christian Bale is a box office draw. No, I think Matt Damon is the box office draw. But I think you have the star power of Damon, and then you have the chops of of bail you may it may be i mean i want it to be great mm-hmm. i just we we did the whole did we run down the whole james mangold thing yeah, at we some did. Point? <laughs> so i feel like he's due for a miss <laughs> he might be i uh, i think this movie has a has a better chance to succeed than rush did because rush kind of got dumped on whatever wherever it was i remember it coming out going really and then i didn't even know ron howard directed it it was almost like he wasn't proud of it and it's one of his best movies uh so uh the next one uh that i have on the list is the good liar uh <laughs> ian mckellen and helen mirren uh this is uh, bill condon who did dream girls and gods and monsters uh ian mckellen i guess they it's a online dating some sort of thing that he gets with helen mirren and uh but he's got secrets man he's he got dark secrets mm-hmm. and that's what the movie's about yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i wrote i wrote the so, description is dirty rotten scoundrels for olds Ooh, oh yeah is it more comedic you think no no it's a it's it's like it's serious but it's basically the trailer indicates maybe helen mirren is not the innocent victim here and it looks like ian mckellen may be getting in too deep and maybe 
the tables will turn and that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it looks fine. All looks right. fine. Okay. Uh, and then uh, then we have a movie called The Report. Um, Scott Burns, who was best known uh, as doing a bunch of Soderbergh movies, uh, he wrote a bunch of Soderbergh movies. Adam Driver uh, is in this. It's a it's about the torture of prisoners after nine eleven. It's supposed to be on Amazon Prime. Hmm. Yeah, I saw the trailer for this, and I just I, again, I wonder how many how many dramas in close succession we can take where a newspaper it's about a newspaper uncovering something terrible that America did. Mm. I mean, we already had spotlight which was better than almost any of them and then the post and there's an even another one that's somewhere in there that was like the post and mm. now this is about uncovering the yeah, end uh, <laughs> yeah i like adam driver though so we'll see mm -hmm. yeah uh one of the one of the revelations though is that they tortured with this one guy 183 times waterboarding him and they had already had the information and everything so yeah i mean it's it's going to be an important story mm. but whether it's good or not you know. It probably won't make as much money as his other movie he's got coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I'll, just a little, yeah, scotch a yeah, little lower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, November twenty second, we have uh, twenty one bridges. We also talked about this movie in the summer preview. <laughs> it was called Sixteen Bridges at one time. <laughs> but then I don't. I still don't know how that happened. I don't either. Unless they said, I, the only thing that I can think of is they made this movie, and then somebody, somebody who's like a cinema sins for New York. <laughs> was they like the there's, there's actually 21 bridges <laughs> um, hold the production yeah. now the russo brothers are involved in this right they're producers okay that's what i thought uh the director is brian kirk who i don't think i found any like notables uh for him but uh but yeah it's chadwick boseman and it's uh i think uh there's a robbery of some sort and i guess cops are corrupt again and he's um, gonna shut down the city and he, well he's pretty much what i think is what it is he shuts down all the bridges and there's it looks good it looks like a good movie it's not a movie i'm gonna go out to seek out and but, there's one part where he's talking on the radio and he says shut down all the garbage compactors on the detention yeah, level yeah exactly um then uh i guess well no there's a couple big ones on november 22nd a beautiful day in the neighborhood which is tom hanks playing fred rogers i'm sure it'll be great and Don't yeah care. yeah it, it looks like uh it almost looks like how uh sully was mm. done like mm. it looks like he's talking to one main character all the way throughout he is and it's a reporter who's skeptical that mr rogers matters and through the course of interviewing him and spending a few days with him he ends up thinking he's jesus yep. yeah 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 i don't I and don't. there's a whole thing at the end where the the reporter is like uh do you think you're a hero and then of course tom hanks is like about to answer and then the you know trailer goes mm -hmm. to the and uh i'm i'm expecting him to say yes yeah <laughs> that'd be hilarious <laughs> yeah bitch i am a hero uh then uh disney continues their domination with frozen 2 the trailer does not get me excited about it at all what do you suppose was the reason for the gap in this sequel because this frozen was five years ago right it yeah, was 2013 so it'll be six years uh when it comes out and yeah i don't know what the gap is this, the the first frozen was like maybe the biggest hit disney had had in ages mm -hmm. it was a colossal mega hit yeah they even re-released it with like the 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 song lyrics yeah. and everything we need to talk about re-releasing with extra things yeah, yeah we do yeah. Yeah. spider-man Spider far from home is re-releasing yeah, yeah. with an action scene they cut from the original oh film. god it's like adding a deleted scene 
pay us money to come see it again, dicks. Yeah, yeah. God, I hate it. Anyway, it feels like they waited too long on Frozen 2, and their core audience has maybe grown up a little too much now. And uh, I don't, I don't that's know. a good point, uh, because it, it was such a phenomenon with that sect. I loved the first but, one. Did you uh, guys like the first one? Yeah, yeah just by, by the time I saw it, it had already become a phenomenon, oh, yeah. and so then it was just like, well, what is everybody the, raving about? The thing, though, is is that even though the core audience is older now, there are still people who are showing that movie to their kids who are three and four. They're mm. going to want to see the sequel. Yeah. Um, oh. It's going to be huge. Like, I mean, it's going to be huge. It's a Thanksgiving release. I used to, I used to think that, movies that they came out with around thanksgiving were were not they didn't feel very proud of but that's until they put out moana around that time and moana did so well so now that you know i mean it used to be thanksgiving movies were not good i think moana may be a bigger deal than we realize because mm-hmm. they just announced two new park areas at disney world and one is going to be like avengers land and one is a moana land oh yeah and i was like god they're making a whole like, when I was there a couple of years back, there was, like, a Finding Nemo section. Uh-huh. And that was one movie, but that was a that was a huge-ass hit that everybody knew, everybody loved. Mm-hmm. I thought Moana was a hit, and then it went away, but I have this feeling like it's stuck around, and maybe there's going to be, like, a Broadway version. If I, like oh, whole, I, I very much think there'll be a Broadway if version. If there's a theme park land developed for Moana, there's, there's got to be a reason. Look, there's, there's a common thread when it comes to these Disney movies that are enduring, and it's the music. Mm-hmm. And when you have good music, when you have a Let It Go, when you have a, uh, what is the big song from Moana? How Far I'll Go. How Far I'll Go. When you, ha- when you have those or you have a uh, Beauty and the Beast song, an Aladdin song, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that's what sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, yeah, people love that, but they're not adoring it. Like they they connect with the music and the characters. Yeah, that's that. I, I, I can I can see that. Yeah. Lion King, you know. Yeah. Uh, coming up, uh, coming out on the actual Thanksgiving week, November twenty seventh, we have Knives Out, <laughs> baby. Ryan <laughs> Johnson's new one looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah, this man. was uh, I would say this was the best trailer of all the ones I watched for this prep show. Yeah, the, the, the lighthouse there. is up, there, up there, but yeah. this is so as good. far as entertainment value concerned, <laughs> Knives Out is probably the one. I mean, it's such a great cast, <laughs> so many people playing. Opposite how you're used to seeing them, yeah. there appears to be like an Agatha Christie kind of whodunit vibey kind That's of. That's my shit right there. I'm telling you, man, I think this could be like a defi- career-defining work for him. It, it, yes, we don't get enough of these mysteries, especially in like these bottle episode type of movies. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you go back, it's like before Looper and uh, The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson was known for like yeah, yeah, tight. Yeah capers yeah, yeah. uh brick and uh, i just feel like uh this is this is that kind of movie with a budget yeah. and a bigger cast i'm really excited to see this looks beautiful chris Characters evans fuck you fuck. and fuck you definitely fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh it looks great uh this is one that i will want to see in theaters oh, for yeah. sure even though i don't know if the rest of the world is going to no. i don't know i know i'm this is an opening nighter for me the for sure. the uh you know the those dark comedies don't really do very well and they always seem to try to come out with these on thanksgiving i don't mm. know why but uh it looks great i can't wait to see it um then we have another movie called queen and slim daniel kaluuya is in it it's about a guy and a girl on our first date who um get pulled over by cops and then in self-defense kill the cop and then they go on this big huge like did you see this trailer Mm -hmm. 
Uh, they go on this big uh, road trip, basically, to on the lamb, essentially. Somebody even calls them the Black Bonnie and Clyde in that yep, trailer. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I liked the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and it it does obviously just 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 from this fall preview, we're seeing like race and police encounters is like becoming mm-hmm. more and more of a theme as it should be because it's more and more of an issue in the real world. Um, so I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. It may not be a see it in theaters kind of thing, but I liked the idea that. Because I feel like an average movie or maybe just a 90s movie would have been wrapped up in his arrest and court case and finding a lawyer and yeah. picking the jury. Whereas this one just left turns. They go on the run. Mm-hmm. And, and she even says something like, we can't get caught if they never find us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, this sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's a kind of an interesting dynamic, too, because they're on their first date. They don't really know each other. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know... It, I think it's one of those things where by the end of it, they're going to feel like they've known each other for three years or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Interesting uh, concept there. Uh, December 6th, the uh, first week of December is always a garbage dump. And <laughs> we have two movies that are big, uh, that, uh, that are supposed to be the big releases for this, but they were also in our summer preview and they were both scheduled in August. Huh. Uh, Brahms, the boy two, um, the the original the boy uh did you you watched it yeah it's um i yeah i i didn't like it i thought i thought the twist of it was pretty good Mm. um so i can see why they made the sequel brahms is the name of the boy yeah yeah I was uh, thinking it was about the composer. Well, I was like, ooh. Well, when, when we did the summer preview back in like May or whatever, and this was on the schedule, I didn't had not seen The Boy at that mm. point. And uh, I was like, well, yeah, what the hell is that? And then somebody on Facebook was like, that's the name of the, the kid. Um, but there's no trailer for this still. Yeah. <laughs> so it may not come out on December 6th. Uh, another one that, that was also supposed to come out was Playmobil the movie or, you know, the Lego movie, trying to be the Lego movie. Except without humor, like really yeah. leaning into like just standard animated fare. Yeah. What is it? Playmobil the, the movie. Oh, yeah. It's another Lego yeah. movie, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it's except it's, yeah, it's not the same brand. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like if there were a funny movie from Transformers and then we had a GoBots that came out or something. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not familiar with Playmobil though. They're not Legos though. They're it's, it, they're like oh they're not Legos. It's it's like the little figurines and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean it's the same kind of concept as a Lego type of thing. And then there's a movie called Portrait of a Lady on Fire that's coming out. Uh, uh, it's a uh, Victorian uh, lesbian stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a uh, it's uh, <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> it's basically what it is. It's about a woman who's hired to to follow this other woman and draw pictures of her. And as the story goes along, they start falling in love with each other. And uh, that's all I really got from that. Mm-hmm this lady's on fire december 13th the second remake of black christmas oh there's a okay this is the second remake yeah because i was joking that there's a million black christmases out there yeah this is the this is the third iteration of black christmas there, uh, there was a movie in 1974 and there was another one in 2006 that michelle ah, trachtenberg yeah 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 um but uh yeah carrie elways and imaging poots is in this one <laughs> It's about a an escaped killer who comes to kill people on Christmas at a at a sorority house, right? I guess I don't yeah. know. I, it's is yeah, it it's, funny? I don't think it is. I think it's a straight so up it's horror like a movie. Christmas horror movie? Yeah, yeah. Like, like the Krampus. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess except that's, without that's the whole except without the like uh, the fantastical elements of it. Okay, All but right. yeah, yeah, and there, there, yeah, this has been done. This is the third time it's been All done. Right. Uh, Jumanji: The Next Level. Jake Kasdan's back to direct on this. This trailer makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, it it made me laugh as well. And and the reason why is they've made everybody act differently because they're different people. Yeah, Kevin Hart doing Danny Glover is awesome. Is hilarious. I, almost better than The Rock doing Danny DeVito. Yes, the way he says is this Florida. It sounds <laughs> like like they obviously did some work. I think. Yeah. And then we don't even see uh, where Jack Black ends up um well we do jack black is fridge we don't even see there's two of them that we don't even know where they've ended up yet yeah because yeah. they're not in the they're mm-hmm. not in the trailer in jumanji and then i think nick jonas is back too so um the first one was such a surprise because mm-hmm. it should have sucked but it was funny mm-hmm. um until the last 20 minutes uh i can't watch the last 20 it's just noise yeah but this one looks pretty funny, and I liked. I thought they were just going to mix up the four main characters and have them all like the, this mm. time. Kevin Hart is in the or the fridge is in the rock's body, and the nerdy kids and Kevin. Hart. But no, they went the extra mile. Yeah, with Danny DeVito and Danny Glover. Yeah. So I, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you 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 didn't think too much about this trailer, did you? I I mean I see what you guys are saying. I think a whole movie of the rock trying to act like Danny DeVito is probably going to wear a little thin. It oh, could. No. So hopefully they maybe like. Did a lighter touch on his character. Although I thought the same thing about how Jack Black was going to play the teenage girl. That's true. And they found a way to make it where it wasn't so annoying all oh the way God, through. Oh my God, I haven't had bread since I was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Terrence Malick returning again with a movie called A Hidden Life. This looks amazing. Looks so good. Did you see this trailer? Like visually or the, the movie looks good? I didn't see visually, this trailer. Visually amazing. The story sounds good too because yes. it's about a a German who decides to defy Hitler and how he has to go to jail for it and and uh, and everything. Well, his movies always look great, and they're just hit or miss for me story wise. So this this is an amazing. Story. I think it's an Austrian guy. If we Austrian, yeah. Nobody in here that I've heard of, by the way. Yeah. Um, except for like uh, I don't know, one of the tertiary characters is playing a bishop that I know, Michael Nyquist. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but like. The the story and you can see the courage. He's not actively opposing them. He's just choosing not to participate. And like a for conscientious that, objector. Yeah, and and for that, like he's saying, I I have a moral obligation. I'm going to work on my farm. And for that, he gets jailed. Mm. Uh, somebody saying, I know what's going on. I choose not to do it. Mm-hmm. And that I think that will be pretty powerful. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, and you could be right. It could be end up being one of these where it's very ponderous, and let's look at uh, Lake for a while, and yeah. he's in jail, and he's writing letters, just like in the Thin Red Line, yeah. you know, and all that. But uh, I'm going to watch this. This is the first Malik I've been really interested in Me since too. maybe the Tree of Life or something like that. And you know, it depends on what you thought about the Tree of Life. But I, I remember being very amped to see that one at least. Uh, in the last couple, he's just kind of like you know under the radar came out with a couple of other movies but this looks good that's so weird though that that dude took so much time off because mm-hmm. i remember when the thin red line came out that's all anyone could talk about he hasn't made a movie for like 30 years yeah and now he just makes one every other year like yeah. a normal director <laughs> yeah. like whatever that break was it gave him what he needed yeah. and now he's just a regular filmmaker yeah, yeah. uh december 20th we have bombshell uh which is about the roger ailes um 
sexual harassment case oh, and everything. God. Okay, so I have to. I'm going to confess something. I watched this trailer. This is the one where the, the three of them get on the elevator. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And the whole time I kept going, I can't believe Charlize Theron had work done and no one's talking about this. Yeah, yeah. And then it gets to the end of the trailer and I realize she's playing a real person and she has makeup on so that she looks more like the historical person. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't realize right at first that it was based on a real thing. Yeah. You you don't see until the very end shot. Yeah. Yeah. She's playing Megyn Kelly. Yeah. So she doesn't look like she's had work done. She looks like Megyn Kelly. Well, I I thought she had too. When they said said Charlize Theron and they showed her, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's not her. (laughs) Whoa. Nicole Kidman is in this and Margot Robbie is in this and... uh, yeah, about the Roger Ailes thing, that's all we saw was this thing in the elevator where they're all just kind of like hanging out. I th- I thought that was very effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can feel the tension in there mm-hmm. well, between and the, idea the three that, executives. Yeah, well, and they've all seen some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to work my way around to the big one here on December 20th, but super intelligence, uh, Ben Falcone, uh, with uh, who's the husband of Melissa McCarthy, oh. they made a movie called Super Intelligence uh no trailer for this but it's about someone who is picked to be observed by a new artificial intelligence that's all i know about it and that person is melissa mccarthy and that's melissa mccarthy and right now it's rated pg is it now maybe this is a good thing yeah maybe it's gonna like put the rain her in a little rain bit her in a little bit where she doesn't rely on saying fuck 500 yeah, times yeah hey, but it, i don't know maybe it's mm-hmm. not a comedy yeah it could be sounds like ex machina 2 by the way yeah. in the pitch that's true <laughs> uh then we have probably the most detested trailer on youtube uh i have ever seen cats oh yeah uh tom hooper who directed king's speech and les miserables um okay am i wrong i'm not saying this movie's going to be good but it's not nearly as bad as it's being portrayed have you you've seen the musical like the i've never seen the musical have you seen the play no, because by the time I was old enough to know what a musical was, Cats was already the joke musical that had been running for forever and nobody actually went to go see. Well, if this is the play, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be perfectly fine. The The CG may be creepy, but so is the, the Cats costumes and everything on the stage. And Jennifer Hudson is belting the hell out of that memory oh my song. God. The song. The music is fucking great in this movie, in this play. Uh, so I think it'll be fine. Uh, people will get used to how they look. It just, I, this is one of those. I won't watch this it. This is but... one of those where I feel very like on an island when I watch a trailer that's gotten that much publicity for being bad. Because I'll watch it and I'll go, yeah, there's some kind of creepy things in here. Whatever. I, I'm i going to watch it because Idris Elba's in it. Mm-hmm. You have Judy Dench. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift. I'm going to watch all of this. You know, I mean, it's I'm all about it. Yeah um now it may it may bomb because no you know because of the horrible uh uh stink it has now because of this trailer and what how everybody reacted to it it's got more dislikes and a disproportionate amount of dislikes to likes on youtube i mean but it is that is just viral behavior of course of course but it's perfect counter programming i mean you cannot get more polar opposite most you know stereotypically mm-hmm. between cats fans and star wars yeah. fans so you know I, 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 who knows who knows it, it probably it, star wars is going to suck up so much oxygen in the room mm-hmm. that i don't think it can make a lot of money yeah uh maybe it'll be in theaters over the period of time but like 
I don't know. It, it might be a sneaky hit. It I might. think I was just going to say that, and I wish I had because now you said it first. <laughs> uh, I think just Taylor Swift fans alone mm. are going to make this a profitable movie because yeah, what be was profitable. the last what was the last movie role she had that was even close to a large role? Oh, she, uh, had, she was in a 2014 sci-fi movie that I forget. Taylor Swift? Yeah. In a sci-fi movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I not watching that right now? I don't know. I'll send it to you. All right. Uh, I mean, she was in Valentine's Day. Well, that's the one I was thinking <laughs> of, and, and she's not necessarily known for her acting. So right. this is a chance where she, I'm guessing, is going to get to do some singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the Swifties are a bigger group today than they were whenever fucking Valentine's Day came out. There's tens and tens of millions of them. And and I bet you a lot of them don't care so I much about Star sense. Wars. I just get the sense this is going to be a sneaky hit, even after that terrible trailer landing. It's one of those things where, like, the people on the internet who watch trailers are the ones who are making, trying to drive this narrative. Where whereas people who don't give a shit about that are like, that looks good to me. That's the other. I tell myself every single day when I see something on Twitter that is getting more attention than I think it should or annoys me. I just say, you know what? It's just Twitter. Yeah. It is not representative of America as a whole or the world as a whole. And so when that Cats trailer hit, I swear to God, there are people who just look for what people are making fun of on Twitter and then jump pile on. Yeah. Oh, they're making fun of that Cats trailer. And then it becomes a contest. Who can make the funniest meme? Mm-hmm. Who can grab the funniest, the screen grab that makes them look the ugliest or what have you? And I just think it was that lightning strike of a, everyone wanted to make that joke that day. Yeah. But I bet you half the people that made the joke don't really care about the movie or didn't think it looked bad they just wanted to make a joke everybody else was making Mm -hmm. a common joke being said in the comments was you owe will smith and the aladdin trailer an apology Mm. and and guess what aladdin is one of the biggest movies of the year exactly Exactly. Uh, and everybody everybody made jokes about that fucking genie in this in this in the single shot we saw then when we got the first trailer then when they released him doing the song we all made fun of it yeah didn't matter yeah we made all the money yeah it did uh, and uh, then Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker comes out December twenty fifth. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen the newest the footage from? I have D twenty three with the bendy the lightsaber. bendy lightsaber and, yes. the, and the dark ray. Yeah, yeah and the uh, the fight on the ocean or whatever. So I'll, I'll, I'm seeing two things: people saying that she's going to turn to the dark side, or people saying that this is just a vision like Luke had mm. on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. I want to throw something out there mm-hmm. because haven't we been thinking collectively as Star Wars fans, but also in this room, that maybe the theme of these movies is that being all Jedi good or being all Sith dark isn't really healthy as a mm-hmm. force wielder and that maybe being in the gray area is where they're going to end up. So why couldn't she have a red lightsaber if she's ditched being a Jedi doesn't have to mean that she's a sith just because she's got a red lightsaber it's just like the girl at the end of greece <laughs> she gets all latexed up yeah and shit. yeah Starts smoking i'm just <laughs> saying if the conclusion for ray is going to be sith are bad jedi are bad let's just be force users we'll call ourselves skywalkers which i've seen as a popular theory why does a red lightsaber have to mean anything you're absolutely right i mean this the whole series is preaching balance yeah and nobody has ever been in the middle They've all been one side or the other. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. yeah. I just don't think it's going to be so, so easy. Now, if it is just a vision like Luke had on Dagobah, then J.J. hasn't shaken any of his sameness that he did with Force Awakens and New Hope. Yeah, I guess not. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm I'm fine because 
Force Awakens is... I like Force Awakens. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying, if it is a vision, you shouldn't have put it in this teaser footage. That's true. This is the most excited I've been for a Star Wars movie since maybe Force Awakens. Did you see that shot in the blue lightning night sky with like 3,000 Star Destroyers all lined up in a grid yes, like they were individual soldiers? Yes, I did. Fuck me! Yeah. I want to see that so bad. <laughs> Does this movie beat Endgame? What is Endgame up to now? I think it's like at 800, 900, maybe? Where did Last Jedi end up? Or was Force Awakens bigger than Last Jedi? Force it Awakens was bigger than Last Jedi. That's what I thought. Uh, let's look at some... Uh... I'm going to say no. I, I don't think so. I think there's been a little too much stank on it from the, the last stories Jedi and Last Jedi. Didn't, I mean, again, I didn't love it, but I... I don't understand all those people who have spent their lives since just hating on it. I agree. It makes no sense to me. But some of those people will not go see this one. Yeah. Well, they'll probably go see it. Nobody, no Marvel fan saw Infinity War and said, you fucked it up. I'm not going to M game anymore. Right? They, yeah. they consistently got better and better right up to the end. Whereas at least a portion of Last Jedi viewers did not like it. Yeah. That's going to linger for some. Maybe I mean, not you. Maybe not me. Maybe not completionists, but some people out there. So no, I swear to God that kids 20 and under today have not glommed onto Star Wars the way we did. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to show. Endgame is at 858 for domestic and $2.7 billion Jesus. for the worldwide. Uh, Last Jedi made $620 million and uh force awakens made uh 936 million so force awakens made more money domestic than endgame yes and and endgame made more worldwide because it's uh force awakens made two billion and that's the thing that we discovered through i think last jedi is that worldwide this movie franchise isn't as big as you as you would think it is yeah um even though it still goes on to make billions of dollars, it's still popular everywhere else. But there are other pockets that are not big on Star Wars. But yeah, two uh, two billion worldwide for Force Awakens, nine hundred thirty six domestic, and then Last Jedi six twenty made one point three billion. Mm. Uh, that was a huge like uh, miss for Disney. I'm sure. I'm sure mm -hmm. they were hoping for way more on Last Jedi. Um, the the yeah the word of mouth on that movie really yeah it's 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 just to show you how awesome Star Wars brand is that it a six hundred and twenty million dollar movie is a disappointment yep yep um December twenty fifth uh the actual Christmas day we have uh, a new adaptation of Little Women Greta Gerwig directed this. There's a million people in it. It looks... Uh, I, I enjoyed The Last Little Women that came out, the 1994 when Winona Ryder and all them. Uh, this looks luscious and it does. great. Mm -hmm. It does. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see this, yeah. even though it's yet another adaptation of a familiar story. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Timothy Chalamet's in this, or she, Shirley Ronan, mm -hmm. um, Emma Watson. Yeah. Did I get the right Emma? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it just has a really good... Uh, Meryl Streep has yeah. a trailer-stealing moment yeah. where she basically is chastising one of the girls. You need a husband, blah, blah, blah. And she says, well, you don't have a husband. And she says, that's because I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Florence Pugh's in this, too. Yeah, yeah. And... And girl from Sharper Sharp Objects, uh, the youngest daughter who played um, Ama. Is, oh yeah, we talked about her recently. I can't remember the name. I can never remember her name. Yeah, but she's in this too. Uh, looks great. It looked better visually than I was expecting, uh, because it is. I I always think when I think Little Women, I always think of that Winona Ryder 
you know, Susan Sarandon version. Mm-hmm. My wife loves that. She watched, and that movie's not. Apologies to whoever worked on that movie. That movie is not trying to wow you with cinematography no. as much as it's trying to tell a simple story about regular people dealing with regular issues. This looks like it could be the visual awesome along with the acting awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That's my gestures for acting <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, Eliza Scanlon is the name of that. Uh, but yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I think that might be another one that that's kind of sneaks in mm. and is a is a decent hit too because it looks great. It's got a lot of people that we love in it. Um, uh, looks good. Uh, Spies in Disguise, another animated movie. This one has Will Smith and Tom Holland as voice voices. Uh, Smith is a super spy that Holland turns into a pigeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> well, at least it's original. Yeah. yeah. No, I th- I think this could be adorable. I yeah. think this could be fine. Yeah. If Gemini Man ends up being a hit, and this ends up being a hit. Oh, Jesus, Will Smith had the best year ever. Will Smith wow. had the best year. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Wow. Who would have predicted that at the beginning? Nobody. No, nobody. <laughs> I don't know how Jim... I mean, I don't think Gemini Man will, but if mm. it is, just imagine. That's awesome. Uh, and then Sam Mendes comes out with 1917. It's a World War One movie where two guys have to go into enemy lines and find their buddies that are behind enemy lines and tell them not to make an attack or else 1600 people are going to die. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing. It looks incredible. The trailer's outstanding, even though it is very, uh, Dunkirk-y, mm-hmm. uh, in the way that it's done. Um, it looks great. And yeah, Sam Mendes has done more than I like than he has that i don't like he got caught up in bond for a little bit there and i'm mm-hmm. not a big bond fan but you know american beauty and road to perdition he's he's and, done gorgeous awesome drama before and so. even uh, i mean i know that barrett and i love jarhead i'm not sure if you No, want. i like jar i only yeah. saw it once but yeah i like jarhead forgot he did that yeah jesus um i wrote down some other on here we don't have to discuss them too long but uh some that just don't have any release dates and they're coming out on netflix sometimes or whatever but uh wanted to mention some of these dolomite is my name uh is coming out on netflix at some point uh craig brewer is directing this eddie murphy is playing rudy ray moore who uh is the uh who uh, was dolomite back in the 70s wesley snipes plays the director of dolomite and it's one of the funniest trailers i've ever seen it's really really good you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago and i hadn't seen it but yeah I, i'm i'm down for this i think it's gonna be awesome it's going to get critical praise. It might even make some money, and everyone's going to say Eddie Murphy is back. Mm. And then he's going to put out Coming to America too. Yeah, and no, it's going to yeah, suck donkey yeah. ass. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He's got this. He's got this foundation in place for a comeback because he's got also stand-up specials that are coming to Netflix, and now hosting Saturday Night Live in the fall too. Yep, and he's hosting Saturday Night Live. Um, but the part in this this trailer that just it it makes me uproariously laughing is when the they have that scene where they're pulling intestines out or something they're like he's pulling the intestines out of Wesley Snipes' character and uh and Keegan Michael Key is in that and he's like god damn Dolomite <laughs> 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 it's so good but like but but Eddie Murphy looks like he is just enjoying every minute mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. um and uh and i can't wait till that comes out i really want to see that um noah bombach has a movie called marriage story coming out with adam driver and scarlett johansson already awesome uh mm-hmm. yeah uh it uh it looks like almost kind of a kramer versus kramer or something like that but 
I don't know, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson have these real deep talks, it looks like, in it and everything. And Noah Baumbach, who I know has probably been, I think he's been through this, this divorce hmm. type of stuff, didn't he? Because he was with Jennifer Jason Leigh. And Greta Gerwig, wasn't he? Yeah, he. I think he is with Greta oh, Gerwig really? now, but, uh, but uh, he was with Jennifer Jason Leigh at one point. Uh, I don't know if it's that kind of autobiographical type of thing, but it's about divorce. Hmm. It's about a you know a, a couple that looks like they're happy, but they're they're not. Uh, Steven Soderbergh has a movie called The Laundromat coming out. Hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep and Gary Oldman are in this. Uh, Streep is a widow who is investigating insurance fraud by lawyers. What's the the, the last really good Steven Soderbergh movie? Side effects? No, uh, I mean people that, love that. Uh, uh, uh adam driver one the um what was the adam driver one lucky donkey oh, oh yeah the lucky, lucky uh, logan lucky <laughs> looking lucky, lucky dog. all right yeah you know, I, that I was, was just... that was good he also did that um high flying bird the the candelabra movie the michael oh, behind, Douglas, the behind the candelabra that movie's great yeah oh really all right. Well, I, I I thought that he had had more hits or misses than hits. I mean, he's certainly right. he's certainly like doing a lot more like quote unquote experimental. Not nearly as what he what he's doing in the nineties, mm. but uh, I mean, Unsane was that cell phone movie. He made the movie with a cell phone, and it's okay. You know, certainly not in the category that you're talking about. But uh, I don't think he's made anything terrible. You yeah know. high flying bird actually got good reviews so yeah. i'm talking to, i'm got my head on my ass uh there's another movie that had no trailer called the aeronauts um mm. eddie redmayne and felicity J- jones are in it something about a hot air balloon yeah they're having adventures it's going to be amazon prime Ooh. adventures and something i don't know what the hell <laughs> all, right. Yeah. all right i didn't see the trailers we don't know yeah. what the hell fantastic about. balloons and where to sail them yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh dry run is the new todd haynes movie it's got anne hathaway mark ruffalo bill pullman it's an environmental legal drama (laughs) (laughs) i mean we've got to do something about the environment but i don't think heavy movies are the way to go i don't think we're gonna tip any scales with a todd haynes of uh he did uh safe he did uh, uh far from heaven Ooh. Uh, oh wow. we okay. talked about todd haynes makes in a our, good pair of underwear yes <laughs> we talked about todd haynes in our um uh lgbt uh oh episode. that's where okay yeah, yeah. he did i'm not there he did carol he did velvet goldmine ah okay uh right. i don't know if he directed it but he's part of it yeah he he's, did got, that. he's got yeah, safe velvet goldmine far from heaven yeah i'm not there um and then uh last on my list and i don't know if there's any others that you have a movie called the king uh which is timothy chalamet and robert pattinson again robert pattinson in an adaptation of henry the fifth and that's supposed to come out in november like on netflix or amazon one of those um so that's also supposed to come out and yeah that's your fall holiday that's movie right preview you've got watching to do people yes go see khaleesi disease khaleesi disease <laughs> We won't be beating. We won't be beating anything as far as comedy or movie, fake movie titles for a very long time. So uh, yeah, uh, that'll do it for this week. Uh, keep going to Sincast presented by Cinema Sins on Facebook. We have a Cinema Sins Twitter. We have a music video Sins Twitter. We have SoundCloud. Uh, we have a Discord. Uh, if you're not on Discord, I can give you a link through Facebook. A lot of people that love that Discord. They do. Yeah, we got a nice 
very tight knit community on there. Let's grow it. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I keep seeing, uh, I guess, through the fact that I've given about ten links out since nice. I've started doing this, uh, uh, new and new voices, uh, newer and newer voices coming on there. Uh, so yeah, Discord is a thing that we can uh, talk about this very episode. Ooh. Anyway, uh, that'll do it for this week's Chris Atkins and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Share. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. to do that because no you would have that is that is i can make my pouty comments all i want <laughs> that was a, a, exactly what he should have done and there's no way to know which minutiae each of us is gonna know yeah and yeah. i bet you if we did it again it would be about the same just depending on where the questions land oh there up well, skies do we know who's doing the singing here? I like, really think it's Trey Parker. That wouldn't surprise me. I wonder if he hits that, that note. Nobody yeah, hits know. that note. That's a, huh? a that Yeah, go for it. That's a uh, child being punched in the nuts. Nobody's actually singing on that note. No good, so it must be good to be able sometime. This is the one that should have been fucking nominated. No fucking kidding. Well, this and Uncle Fuckers is better than Blame Canada. Yeah, I, I mean, Blame La Resistance is the cleanest song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the only one that Robin Williams can sing at the actual ceremony. You can do it. It's all up to you. Okay. <laughs> They're never going to nominate that song. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> you know, I, I rewatched the uh, the Blue Jean Committee documentary now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had forgotten that uh, Bill Hader is like, you know, I was trying to do something different. So I just, uh, when I sing, I could sing high, man. And when I sing high, I sound like a woman. <laughs> and it's a woman singing the whole time. Oh. <laughs> but he's just getting up there like mouthing and it's, it's totally a woman. And she's hitting fucking high notes. <laughs> and, and the guys are like, just don't tell him that he sounds like a woman because he will beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you hire an award nominated winning songwriter to help you write your silly yes. songs. Is it uh, Mankin? Mankin? Yeah. It was Mankin, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it was, or it was Shaman. Either Mankin or Shaman. Oh, uh, it was Shaman. Where there's like a big dum dum, da da dum, da 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 dum dum. Is that the one with the wedding? Don't you think that you need somebody? Yeah. That's the one with the wedding. Where the where the somebody jumps on the cake <laughs> because it's raining. <laughs> it starts raining and then she fucking dies. Yeah, she does from the rain. She does. She does die. <laughs> she was really singing last night, huh? Yeah, she was because she missed a couple notes. Yeah, she did. <laughs> what That's do you think of that lover song? I like the song. I love it. I didn't watch much of the show. I just saw a video. Oh god. That we were talking about the host was the oh, absolute I heard worst. He was terrible. Who even was he? Some dude. Well, I, well, <laughs> that Chris hadn't even like, heard of. Wasn't he like 
wasn't he like from Jersey Shore or some shit? Like, wasn't he one of the? He said he he grew up in L.A., but he no, had that he's, accent. He's one of these stand-up comics that's had like a twenty-year career that you've never heard of that probably sells out arenas. Wow, like that. What's his name? Russell Peters, who I'd never heard of before until like uh, when I was doing real SEO stuff and I was writing about that uh, that Morgan Spurlock show. No, that, I am the uh 24 hours or a day in the life of or whatever and one of them was russell peters and i was like who the fuck and i started watching it and i was like this guy sells out arenas mm. this guy like is one of the most successful comedians ever and i've never heard of him that's weird although the you know usually the number one rated sitcom is usually like pretty average bullshit yeah so maybe america's collective taste is just bad <laughs> yes. yeah I was going through Travolta's like latest movies and everything, and uh, I don't know if this movie is the movie you're talking about. It's called The Fanatic. It's his uh, rabid yeah. film. Yeah, this is it. Rabid film fan stalks his favorite action hero and destroys the star's life. Sounds like misery almost. Is that directed by Fred Durst? Um, it is. Yes. And then yeah, I but, said it was the fan meets misery when I oh, first you, heard about. You it. said that. the uh, the I was looking through these like. Uh, movies he's been in in the last few years and like you know he's done a lot of these like so i went to best buy and i took a picture of one i sent it to bear <laughs> it's called speed kills and like it and like the, the the image of the poster like i had to i had to send this picture because it looks like i don't even know if he posed for this picture or like <laughs> <laughs> or what but it, he looks very not happy <laughs> are those uh boats in the water is that what that's supposed to be speedboat what? racing champion and multi-millionaire ben aronoff leads a double life that lands him in trouble with the law and drug lords oh no the law and drug lords yeah how do you piss off both of those groups i know yeah. right now i bet you anything um, tomorrow there's going to be some article about like the baby from look who's talking where is he now right right <laughs> all grown up yeah <laughs> in a nursing home the, the the baby from look who's talking is hot <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it's gonna be yeah <laughs> is is 25 and smoking <laughs> well they did all those when us came out jordan peele's movie mm -hmm. one of the one of the one or both of the gals in, that are the neighbors is played by the girls that were the babies on Friends, Ross and Rachel's oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Played serious? by two different girls. They're they're grown up. They're in their twenty now, and one or both of them is in Us. But I saw maybe a half a dozen articles that were the babies that were Ross and Rachel's all grown up. Like it was this big story, and I'm like, I don't really care. They were babies. They didn't know they yeah, were yeah, making yeah. that yeah, show. Yeah. You know? That's interesting, though. Well, it's interesting, but it's also Hollywood nepotism. It's you, also you were a baby on a show twenty years ago. <laughs> I'll cast you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. Mm, that's true. It's not fair. It doesn't make sense. What about all the people that tried out for that role that weren't the baby on Friends? Why mm. would you leave a pony country and come to a non-pony country? <laughs> <laughs> Who has a pony? <laughs> Who figures an immigrant has a pony? <laughs> and then at the end of the video, she's got a a call to action. Saying sign the petition for the Equality Act. Oh, I have <laughs> not. I have not uh, watched that video closely at all. Then I've just listened to the song. Yeah, it's all the entire cast of the uh, the video is all LGBT mm. folks. Oh, except for her and Katy Perry. And Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but she so, kissed a girl one time and she liked it. It's almost, it's almost like the the uh, um, 
the pop star thing where Andy Samberg comes like, I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. I like hanging out with gays. Not gay. Yeah, yeah, not gay. <laughs> it feels like you're narratively trying to remind the country, we did come back from Pearl Harbor. It wasn't, it wasn't over after that. Eat Snacky Smalls. Eat Snacky Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say concentration camps? I meant happy camps. <laughs> I love whenever anybody gives me notes on a narration to do it like an old-timey news guy. Because mm. that is the... That is, Ah, <laughs> so easy to break that voice up. <laughs>